boy, you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer. Episode 293. On tonight's episode, the new meddling celebrates one year of doing the show. And they talk about more elves. Because of course they talk about elves. And guess what's coming up after this? More elves. Ugh, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to punch that fat meddling right in the gob. Shut it! I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools, for the next two hours or thereabouts. We're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, have a few laughs along the way. Bringing you Blood Rites, Battle Fury, and All Out Slaughter. I'm Dave Whitek, and with me, as always, please welcome for his anniversary episode. Actually, that was the last episode, but whatever. Uh, Chris Walker. Chris. Hey, how's it going? How's it feel to be doing the show for a year now? It feels great. <laughs> I couldn't be more happy. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, so, uh, whew, we've got witch elves. More witch elves and lots of witch elves and sisters of slaughter and shadow stalkers yeah. and all sorts of the daughters of Cain coming up today. But before we get to that, as you know, we need to uh, thank our sponsors, which mm-hmm. include Chaos Org Superstore. Uh, Six Squared Studios, Six Squared Studios, for all your MDF basing needs, 3D printing, whatever you need, Six Squared Studios are the guys for you. And last but certainly not least, Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognards. Yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. And, and, it's, and Six Squared Studios has a new store coming. Yes, and they've, they're posting on their Facebook page all the stuff Brad is Brad and his crew are just cranking through building up that place. Every picture, every update, it looks great. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm hoping the wife and I are hoping maybe uh, at some point next time, like take a long weekend up there because we didn't do a vacation this year. Yeah. Go up and see the guys. And Heather well, likes should, the game, I, so yeah, I told them we should go up there and do a show. That would be very cool. That would be very very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got to do? Thank our Patreon sponsors. Uh, thank you to the Patreon patrons. And, of course, with times being what they are and, and things being tough all over, uh, those people who are still here, people who are still deciding to join to become Patreon patrons to help out the show uh, be everything that it can be, I just want you to know how much we really appreciate each and every single one of our Patreon patrons. And that includes our associate producers, Jake C. and James Brown, and our executive producer, Scott Milne. We have executive producer slots open for people who... Guys, check out the Patreon page. Check out Garage Hammer on Patreon. There's there's some there's some cool little rewards and things that are happening. Um, and speaking of which, everybody who's listening to this, please go check the Patreon page if you're a patron because we got some cool things uh, that we're doing in the next week or two, and I just want to make sure that everybody who's a patron is invited and at least knows about it um, because we're going to be doing some stuff as a group, hopefully. So please go check that out. Please check that out. And thank you all for becoming part of the almost 1% of our listenership that makes this show and all the things we do on it possible. Now, Chris. Yo. Before we move along to the meat of the program, if you will, Um, 
Did you know that we've hooked up voicemail? I've heard of it. Yeah, we got voicemail. And guess yeah. what guess what we got a lot of this what? week? Voicemails? Voicemails. Holy mackerel. Since we really? recorded last, I think we've gotten we've got four. Wow, we asked for them. Yeah, and, and we got them. Yes, yes, we did. So we got four of them. And so we're going to start now. Now, now, folks, if, if, if this is the first time you're hearing that we have voicemail, and that means it's probably the first time you're listening to the show, or maybe you're one of those people who skipped the beginning. I know some people who don't like all the, the advertisement and thank yous that go on at the beginning of the show, and they skip the right preamble. to that first commercial. Yeah, the preamble, the show open. Um, <laughs> if you're one of those people who didn't know we have voicemail, we do. And we love to hear from you yeah. uh, about what you're doing. And if... You'd like to call and leave a voicemail. You can call one seven five seven G H show six. That's right. That's one seven five seven G H show six. And the number again is one seven five seven G H show six. You should call. You should call and leave a message, and then we'll play it as long as it's you know it can be played on the air. Yeah, uh, do international it. callers dial zero zero, and then one seven five seven G H show six. I dare an international caller to call us. It happens sometimes. I know. It's always nice to hear from people all around the world yep. who are uh, fans of the hobby and, and enjoy the show, and uh, it's actually awesome. Now here, so we first call, I believe, is from Grant from Iowa. So let's hear that one. Hold on. Let's get this going right here. Hey, this is Grant from Iowa. Just wanted to say I love the show. Thanks for keeping me entertained while I'm driving and painting. Look forward to hearing more shows from you guys in the future. And there you go. That's Thanks, Grant. Thank you, Grant. It's quick to the point and wonderful. Fantastic. Appreciate that you like the show. This is Juan from Waterloo. If now I'm saying this is Juan from Waterloo, Ontario. Oh. If oh. Google Voice did its job properly, because I just read the text and some of these things. The uh, I so I think there's a Waterloo in upstate New York too. Well, we haven't done uh, we haven't done a uh, Google Translate uh, uh, segment in a long time, <laughs> but they exist for a reason because man, sometimes Google Voice uh, does not translate these things well. <laughs> it's almost as bad as watching Naruto on Hulu and having the subtitles on. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, hold on, let's go with this one now. Hey, Dave. This- Oh, dear. Oh, why did it pause? From Waterloo, Ontario, listening to the uh, Daughters of Kane lore episode. Uh, congrats on 12 years. Good luck with the 13th. And uh, just so you know, Waterloo's only about an hour from Toronto, so you could definitely come up and uh, come to that tournament. Uh, once again, good luck, and thanks for the shows. Thank you for calling in, Juan. It was Waterloo, yeah. Ontario. An hour yeah. from Toronto. Yeah. I enjoy Toronto. I've been there. Yeah, like I said, I got up there, and then it, that's where they, you know, that's that's where Scott Pilgrim versus the World takes place. So when mm-hmm. I found a pizza, 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 I went in for a slice, um, only because <laughs> it was on the movie. It's really, it's, it's okay, pizza, but it was just, yeah. it was just, uh, it looks like the inside of the old Little Caesars. That's what it looks like. It's a little weird, but whatever, man. <laughs> I enjoyed it, and I do love going up to Canada. Canada is kind of a cool place. I kind of enjoy it quite a bit. All right. Uh, oh, okay. 
I think there's more voicemails. Two more, and this is one that oh, this I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to say who this is because Google. Yeah, the Google Voice Translate is this is a hot mess. But we're going to listen to this one right now. Mr. David Whitehead, or as I lovingly refer to you in the Age of Sigmar terminology, David Mar Whitehead Kittimus. My name is Mark Bowling, and I currently reside in Fargo, North Dakota. San Diego. Okay, I'm pausing this. Um, I got to apologize to Google Translate. That's actually what he said, and <laughs> I like this. This doesn't make any sense, but yeah, no, it does. It's very close to what he said. So I just packed it up a few seconds. I'm going to go back to it. Okay. And I currently reside in Fargo, North Dakota. I used to be in San Diego. For some reason, I. Must have uh, lost my mind to the bad moon or something and moved to the frozen north. Um, just wanted to call and say thanks for doing the show. I've been listening for a super long time. Um, back in the, I think your intro was something like get your gyrocopters spinning or something, something like that. Something I, I don't recall. That's I like episodes one yeah. through four. Uh, listen to your show a long time, even during times when I wasn't into Warhammer or even into the hobby at all. Like, uh, quit the hobby a you know, few times throughout the years for you know, a year or so at a time. Just want to say thanks for doing the show. Um, wanted to give you a call if you like voicemails. And uh, yeah, thanks for everything you do. And giving entertaining content that I find entertaining even when I have absolutely zero interest in Warhammer. I'm currently on a on a Warhammer kick again, uh, getting my Soul Blight Great Lords ready. And uh, just want to check in with you guys. Thanks, sir. Great. Thank you for calling. Yeah, that's fantastic. fantastic. If he was listening back when it said, get your gyrocopter off, that was like the first four episodes. <laughs> Are those even available anymore? My goodness. Uh, on the website, yes. On iTunes, yeah. I can. I think the max I was able to put was like 300 episodes. And when you throw in the Garage Gamers, we've, we're over that. So, mm. But you can go and hear it on the website. Like You can yeah. go to garagehammer.net and you can get all the episodes. Nice. Even the terrible ones, which is like the first two years. <laughs> I think you can buy garage gear too. Yes, that's on the that's uh, Zazzle. <laughs> you can get buy garage a, gear buy, on Zazzle. Buy, buy a sweatshirt. Um, we have one more. And Let's hear it. This is from Brandon, who calls. He's a regular. He's he, in fact, he is the regular, Brandon. From Columbia on the Pork Chop Express, talking to the tools in the garage. I guarantee you that's how this opens. I'm not even looking at the Google Translate. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, this is Brandon from Columbia on the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking yes. about two tools in the garage. Um, yeah. So I'm listening to the Marathi or Daughters of Cain lore video or podcast, excuse me, um, and. Uh, at the beginning, you guys, you just sounded so sad that there was no voicemail. So, of course, I had to call <laughs> and leave a voicemail. Um, so, um, but I was going to ask two questions for you. Number one, um, want to know your thoughts on the new uh, GHB and the changes for the season. Um, the, my friends tell me that the game has changed as far as, like, the focus to uh, battle line units, yep. core units, um, instead of monsters. And so it's kind of a different game. Um, all together, which sounds really cool. Um, it seems like that with, um, 
make it more interesting and um, just uh, put some new, inject some new life into the game even after, you know, it's been pretty fun so far. Um, and uh, and I'm assuming you'll do a, video, uh, a podcast about that, but just curious of your thoughts. And then second, what is up with Games Workshop coming out with a mer- uh, another Daughters of Cain book? Like the third Daughters of Cain book within, what, the last three, four years? I mean, what's up with that? I mean, it, it hasn't changed that much. I mean, it has this most recent one had one new character, but uh, but anyway, I just want to know your thoughts on that too. I mean, did, did they really have to change it that much? I mean, were there problems with the old book? Um, so um, just curious. But, but anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Take it easy. Bye. What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> Ooh, we. What's up well. with that? What's up with that? Uh, Daughters of Cain is by far not even close to the most frequent book that gets published. I know. Um, well, but they have published the la- several. Yeah, the last. I mean, you guys did. I I didn't do it, but uh, you guys did. Daughters of Cain. On this show. What was like episode? I'm looking at it right now. It wasn't that long ago. Two sixty one. So that's what thirty episodes ago. Two sixty and two sixty one. So that's were, a year and a half. Yeah. That's a year and a half ago. Honestly, two years has become like the the norm for most of these books. At least it feels like that. Now there's somebody who I'm not thinking of who hasn't gotten a book in two and a half years, and now they're like, you don't know what you're talking about! And I don't. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to make fun of me for it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I Like I said, I don't know. Daughters of Cain, I, I kind of... I like the new book. Uh, was she Marathi Cain in the last book? That came out, or was she Marathi? And that was Marathi Kane yeah. in the uh, Marathi book. Uh, I mean, was she the two separate characters on the table at the same time? No, in the she, last was, book? she was two separate characters. Right, and then the and then the Marathi trans- book. Yeah, she, tr- yeah. she got the. Excuse me. She got her rules changed. Yeah. And then, oh goodness! Give me one second. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I don't okay, know what is there? wrong with me. Yeah, I'm fine. I just, you know what it is? I've been drinking, I'm trying to drink a lot more water and less pop, and I needed a little caffeine because it's getting a little late, and I've had a long day, and yeah. I'm having some caffeine. Suddenly, it's like I was just like, oh, burping, and I didn't want to burp right into the audience's ear because that's just not right. I'd be, that's considerate of you. Oh, yeah. I'm a saint. Um, uh so I don't know. I I I didn't feel to me like I, I felt. I think it felt like they're coming out a lot quicker because it has been. A, that's a year and a half. Thirty episodes is a year and a half. Mm-hmm. We do two a month, so twenty four a year. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, not a year and a half. That would not. I mean, that would be uh. Thir- well. Yeah. I mean, if you want to think of it that way, like OCR Bone Reapers were two forty two and two forty three. Ah. Uh, okay. And Cities of Sigmar was two thirty eight and two thirty nine, so we've been waiting for uh, those. Yeah, that's a little bit longer. Yeah, I feel like they should kind of short cycled the, the Daughters of Cain a little bit. I think bit. this book. Ha- I think this book mostly happened because of Marathi. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because she was a, a significant part of that tale and the restructuring and the complete change in how she worked and the bits of the army. So they were going to come out with a book for her. Yeah. Um. But that's even now, even the 230s, that's 60 episodes ago. 24, 48, and then 60, yeah. that's Wait. what, five? That's two and, and a half they, years. Yeah, plus they updated it for 
the new addition with the battle tactics and grand strategies and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, okay, and as, as as to his GHB question, that's next episode. Like we're covering it next episode. I know mm-hmm. we're late. I know everyone else covers. Man, everyone else covers stuff like the day it comes out. I'm like, man, I'm. 50 years old. I got a life and I got kids and we got a schedule <laughs> and we can keep it but don't push it. Yeah. <laughs> like, people, people people listen for our unique perspective on I really, you know, <laughs> I wish <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I I, I feel like <laughs> I wish we had I, I don't know. I would love to see more people at least tuning in for the lore. Like I get if that's why we split them up and I get if you mm-hmm. don't want to Listen to the rules. I know some people who just listen to lore, but the episodes really are well, – the download totals are pretty similar, so I don't mm-hmm. see anything, one being more than another. And it's like, damn, we have some really good lore episodes. Yeah. So people are like, you should drop them on YouTube and put pictures with it and then just let people listen to it there. You'd get more listens. And I'm like, would we – that just seems weird. But maybe – Oh, that's, you first – I think we for sure would. Huh? But that's for that's a conversation for a different. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place today, folks. It's been a long day. Um, so let's let's uh, let's take a break quick because we've been right. talking about nothing, and then come back and really dive into the daughters of Cain because the lore was fun. But this this army, oh, it's another yeah. thing. I'm reading it, going, man, these guys seem like so much fun. Why am I not playing them? And then the answer comes back because you haven't built your last army you bought completely yet, you dummy. (laughs) (laughs) I got a list. Yeah, okay. Okay, folks, uh, we'll be back. Yep. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. We're back. Hello. Hey, what's up? Okay, yeah. So. Daughters of Cain. We did the lore. We're doing the war. Let's go. Um, Stab some people. This book, it just, it (laughs) feels like there's a lot happening. I I just want to stab people when I read this war section. it's yeah. <laughs> that's, that's literally what they do. That's all they do. It's, it's wonderful. Stab, stab people. 
And I'm, I'm going through all of this. And I'm like, oh, wait. And then they just get little bonus, little bonus, little bonus, little bonus. Mm-hmm. And then you start looking at their stats, and you're like, well, all these guys hit and wound on threes. Yeah. Like, this army may not have real, you know, a lot of rend one or rend nothing, a lot of damage one, a lot of five-up saves. But these these There's ladies th- hit and wound on threes. Yeah, it's really easy to get that to twos. And it's also, there's spells and stuff to get that rend. Like, you know. Yep. Oh, except, of course, for your two main, your sisters and your witch elves. They wound on fours. Well, yeah. I mean, that's your, those are your battle line troops. Yep. But they're like the, they're they're almost the only thing in the whole book Mm -hmm. that doesn't hit and wound on threes. At least for some. Like, if you have multiple weapons, you might have threes or four. The heart renders hit and wound on fours, but they're really, aren't they more of a... Yeah, they're like a sport unit. They're like a fast. Yeah, and they're a range, they're the ranged unit. So it, yeah, right. because they're threes and threes with their ranged weapons, of course they are. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, you know, it's I don't know. I was just reading this, going, wow, there's so much here, and it can move so fast, and you can have so many of them. Yeah. Seriously, thirteen hundred fifty points gets you a hundred sisters of slaughter on the table. Eleven fifty gets you a hundred witch elves on the table. And I mean, granted, you got to put in characters and stuff like that, and you're not going to play a hundred witch elves. But the fact that you could probably put fifty or sixty witch elves on the table if you want to, and they've even got a there's a did you see this in the back? And I know we're kind of all over right now, but this is I was just I was actually doing my research and and, and trying to pay attention to make this Ooh. one like I know something. <laughs> uh, so witch elves, if they're in a great Drachiganeth army, they can have one reinforced or double reinforced witch elf unit in addition to the other reinforced units it can include. Yeah. So you get four. So basically, if you decide to take a unit of 30 witch elves, mm-hmm. that double reinforcement right there, that doesn't count at all towards your total because that's your free one that you get for the witch elves. And you've still got. You could still take. Uh, because they're battle line, you can can you double reinforce more than one unit? Yeah. Then you could have you could have three units of thirty. Yeah. Easily, you can have three units of thirty if you if you're a Drachiganeth army. Right. And that's that's ninety witch elves. That's blob huge blob units. Thousands of just attacks. It's. I mean, I, I I'm certain that that's bad, and you'd rather just take a bunch of twenties. But the fact that I can get a thirty on the table and not well, count well. With my Drake. Night Haunt, I would love this. Yeah, so Drache, Drache Ganeth, those are lights. That's like the, those are the, 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 the faction that is the gladiators. So that's why they can have so many of them. You know, that's right. It's what, it's what they're all about. Yeah, and I just, oh, I would love that for my Night Haunt. For, a, for an army that's got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I'd take 90 chain rasps, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I used to take two units of 40, or, you know, yeah. it was like, it's... Yeah. So, I just, I'm looking through this, and there's just so many things that you could pile up, add up, battle You can have characters coming into this on turn one at, like, I think battle round four, if you have the right, if you 
if you wanted to put the right mix onto them. Oh yeah, and like and one of their main advantages in the war is that with the new general's handbook, uh, their battle tactics, like their faction-specific battle tactics, are pretty easy. Whereas. I was reading the ones in this book, and I thought they were pretty easy. Yeah, they're pretty easy. Like, I, mean, I mean, the, the ones in the general's handbook are, can be kind of tricky, but these ones are—they're not too—they're not too tough. Oh no! What? Like, and we're going to talk about them later. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, if they fought, if you had a bunch of units fight, it's like, well, that's all your units are doing. Like, you're literally running up and punching people in the face. It's like, if right. you run up and punch people in the face, get a bonus. If some of them are witch elves. Get more bonus. Yeah. And I was just like, what? I know. Uh, it is. It's, it really does that. It's like, oh, you know, the, the only one that I thought was weird was there's a, a battle tactic that's specifically against chaos. Yeah. Which that's I thought was just. And, yeah. And you have to have the right army. You have to have a Hagnar or Keltnar army. And it's like. There, yeah, there's yeah. A, <laughs> it's oddly specific. Yeah. Hagnar. Yeah. That's. I don't. Okay, whatever. I know. I go whatever. But uh, there's just there's a lot going to happen here. We're not going to go directly in order, and we are going to talk about if they fit their lore. Um, but yeah. let's start. Okay, let's start with the battle traits. Why don't you go over battle fury real quick? Okay, battle fury. So this is a new heroic action that you can take out that you can use with a cane, dodge cane hero. That's not a monster. So you don't pick one from the. Core rules is a new one. So what you do is you add two to the attacks characteristics of melee weapons used by that hero till the end of that turn, and uh, it doesn't affect the weapons used by the hero's mounts. You just get plus two attacks with your hero, which is pretty handy. It's not, you know, it's just a it's just a heroic action. So it's kind of like, you know, inspiring command or you know that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Now that's uh. Battle Fury is a battle trait. Does, now, can you do that with Marathi as well? Sure, she's a daughter's of cane hero. Yeah. Well, with the with the foot one, not the big monster. Right, because it can't be a monster. Right. Okay. Right. right. Uh, then you got all out slaughter. Uh, it's a command ability. Pick a daughter's of cane unit to fight in the combat phase. If you roll a unmodified six to hit, you get two hits. So you roll. So sixes do uh, two hits. Two hits. Yeah. And that's that's cool. It's a command ability, but if you have that stupid thirty-person unit we just talked about, yeah, sixes do two hits. Yeah, and the witch elf hero can give it to her own unit, or the witch elf, the witch elf, you know, commander, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, because the champion, the champion of that unit. Yeah, I mean, why? Why? I mean, if you have a command point, why wouldn't you do this? Right. I mean, my gosh. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, they get a, everyone. All daughters of Cain have a six-up ward save. Yep. Just boom. There you go. And then this. Then you get to the blood rites, which which where we we're going to talk right. about with the things. Right. Um, every battle round, they get an extra small. But and these are small bonuses, but they add up. Mm-hmm. They're cumulative. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> first battle round plus one to run. Yeah. Second battle round, plus one to charge. If you can run and charge, and that's the king I keep forgetting to look for. If there's anybody uh-huh. here who can run and charge, suddenly it's like, ho, ho, ho. Uh-huh. Plus one to hit in battle round three for melee weapons. Battle round four, 
plus one to wound for melee weapons. So now you're hitting and wounding on twos. Yeah. For most things. Mm-hmm. By battle round four. Uh, friendly Daughters of Cain get a ward of five instead of a ward of six in the last round. Right. These are all good. They're all good. And the counterbalance to these is, man, these people don't have any armor. No, they've got a five-up save throughout the yeah. army. <laughs> right. The whole army has a five-up save, which is basically, oh, and a six-up ward. Their whole, yeah. Okay, their whole army has the same save as my chain rasps. Right. But there's a but there's this rendable. Yes, it is. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Marathi Kane has a four up. Okay. She's literally a... the only one. There are six ups. Yeah. But there was she's one the more. only four up. I thought there was another four up. Oh wait, here. I'm sorry. Knight Shadow Stalkers yeah, and, the, and Avatar. the Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Knight Shadow Stalkers get it because they're like the super they're they were like the assassins the mm-hmm. in the dark elf army right and they yeah they're hard to um what's up with hold on a second is this the shadow stock what okay what is with nine models for 150 points for the canine shadow stalkers yep everything is ones tens and fives and then oh. the shadow stalkers are nine for a buck 50 i think that's just how they is that how, they, did they just, just sell them in boxes of threes or something? I, I think just, that's how they, I think that's how they sold that box. <laughs> okay, I know. I just, but I mean, that struck me as odd. Okay, so you get a heroic action, add two to the attacks. Okay, for the hero, mm-hmm. you got a command ability. Sixes do two hits during combat. Yep. A six-up yep. ward save, and then this laundry list of bonuses so let's go back like we were going to and uh talk about the the temples mm-hmm. now if you're hagnar you know the first temple plus one to the battle round when you determine the abilities so you start on battle round two so you're running and charging if you're in mm-hmm. hagnar you're starting there which means on turn two Battle round two, you're getting plus ones to hit. Three, yeah. you're going, and then from turn battle round four on, you've got your five up ward. I mean, that's I, and yes, we all know that's how a plus one works, but it's quick. Yeah, especially when you see that like heroes and things, you can get stuff where you can boost the number of that battle round again. There is a yep. way that by round two, some units are at plus one to hit and plus one to wound. Mm-hmm. And charging and all that stuff in the second battle round. Right. This is a good one because it doesn't require a lot of, you know, really of that much thought to it. It just kind of happens. So you just kind of go with it, you know. Yep. Oh, it's it's the simplest one. Yeah. Just remember yeah. you get the plus one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you're in Drachy Ganeth, um, plus one rend by Witch Elves and Sisters of Slaughter. If you charge. If they charge, when they charge, yes. Um, I'll, you know what? If if you're playing that unit and you're playing with the big, uh, the big units, you know, the big, uh, you know, the Drake Gigantic, you're playing with the large units of witch elves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'll take a plus one rend when I charge. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. You know, especially if I'm getting also a plus one. I'm hitting on two. Th- th- this plus one to hit in the third battle round. 
Literally, mm-hmm. this whole almost everything in this army hits on twos. Yeah, and what that does is it saves you command points because now you don't have to all out attack. Yeah, unless someone's got a minus one to hit on you. If you're playing well, against true. my oryx and you do that, well, yeah, then I'll th- now I might spend a, a, a point. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I want to get that back down to twos. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just kind you of s- nuts. Save your command points for all out defense, which this army needs. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Um, Keltnar can retreat and charge in the same turn. I mean, that's useful, but I think there's you know there's better ones. I think retreat and charge is a very powerful rule, but it's I think it's better on like big single models, like you know, like keepers and that kind of stuff. I know the. The uh, the night haunt can do that too. The whole that's an army wide night haunt rule, right? Uh, what else we got? The... We have uh, Calebron, yep. which is master of the shadow paths. Um, that one is at the end of your command ability. Yeah, you know, use this command ability in your moon phase. Uh, can be issued by friendly uh, hero Calebron hero. Unit receives it must be a Calebron unit. Remove that unit. And set it up again on the battlefield more than nine inches for enemy units. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, this isn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. It's only one unit, but, you know, if you need something to get, you know, to go after an objective on the other side of the battlefield, you know, you can kind of plan for it with this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And with... with uh just the, the the importance of grab, getting these objectives, having these. Once again, you're still having tens and twenties of your basic units, unless you're going all snakes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is another army that's just getting to the objectives, getting all over the board. Mm-hmm. Kraith, uh, Sisters of Slaughter. After it has fought for the first time, roll a die, and on a four up, they can fight for a second time. They have strike last on all the right. second one. So if they survive to the end of the round, they can fight a second time on a four-up. Yeah, that's too swingy for me. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like fun. It's mm-hmm. it it works with the lore. Listen, they can't always have a second full attack. So half the time they'll get yeah a second attack. I mean, that's not that doesn't suck. It's just is that the one I want to pick? Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose. I guess if that's, I mean, it's too swingy for me. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty of it even working. And like you said, your unit has to survive in order to do it. And these guys are so squishy. Yeah. I mean, a unit of twenty goes in, they fight, and then they get hit back, and there's like eight of them left or something. Like, they get the fight. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. yeah. And they might get the fight again. Okay. Uh, and then the last one is Xanther Kai. Uh, every yeah. time a model in that unit is slain, it can fight before it's removed from play. That's I, probably the best one. It's so good. I guess. I, I, don't, I always hate these. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, okay, if they're going to fight, then they've got to come out of the front, right? Because if they're in the back, they can't reach or they can't fight, can they? Or is that how that works? Or Well, I mean, they, if, they, if they can... If they can reach you in combat, they can fight. I think it also includes. He's talking about yeah. They can. I think that includes shooting. Um. Maybe. 
Yeah, I mean, they literally show the model with the bow <laughs> with that rope. I think if they die, yeah, they but get they to also fight. had they the wrong they had the wrong models in the pictures for the uh, night haunt one. Because no, it's, it's, it's shooting fighting is my question. Yeah. I don't know. We're getting I, into the weeds here with this, but yeah. I, but this is where I get confused. I also feel like if they're going to be able to fight, then I have to take the ones that are dying, right? So then I'm pulling them from the front of the instead of taking them off the back. Then I got to pull them out of. Well, you can pull models from anywhere. Yeah, but you 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 don't want to get out of coherency or suddenly pull back too far and they can pull out of combat or something like that. I just always pull off the back, you know? Mm, sure. So then I'm like, oh, I gotta pull from the front. It feels weird to me. That's just me. That's one of my dumb hang-ups. Mm-hmm. So, this is this is a really good one. So you just have your blood sisters, you know, and they just gear them up, gear them up, and th- in they go. The Melissae, huh? And that make that's I'm looking do, 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 do. Oh, okay yeah oh, and the snakes are pretty good oh yeah two units of max two units of you know reinforced blood sisters in this you just you literally just push them forward give them every buff in the world and then they go to town and then they die and then they fight again <laughs> yeah and you don't have to roll they just do it like some sometimes in other books you have to roll to get this to work. Well, that yeah, that is that is that is a benefit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and maybe it's just because I keep looking at everything but the snakes, and I know that they're really cool, and everybody talks about them, and I've seen them. And oh, the models yeah. are gorgeous. Yeah, I just I when I think of Daughters of Cain, I still think of witch elves. I think witch of elves, that, yeah, that and that very specific, you know, GW white as pale as you know snow. Yeah. Coming in with the blades, with that look on their face, with that incredibly large, thick mane of hair going. Like, I, that's mm-hmm. what I think of. And the snakes, I never. That's just me. I bet you they're awesome. And if I played them, I'd be like, why buy a thousand now? Oh, they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> I just like my horde armies, I guess. So. Yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, Let's jump into some of the characters and talk about them and if they match up with their lore, which I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you, I'm gonna throw you a clue on this one. They pretty much almost all do. Some really do. Yeah. Uh Marathi Kane and the Shadow Queen really play to their lore beautifully and mm-hmm. it, with this pair of war scrolls. Um the in fact these these two models are the reason I would really want to play this army. Not just the models, but the way that these things play together. Yeah, I mean, I was, when we're talking war, I mean, I don't know, you can play this army without them, and I think you can do well with it, but it's it's such an easy button for this army. It's just, you know, it's like... It, I mean, like I said, I haven't played with it, and I haven't had to play oh. against it. And it is 680 points, which is still mm-hmm. way cheaper than Nagash. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what makes this one work is the Iron Heart of Cain. You know, so where you she, can all, she, she can't be killed before the back half of the second battle round. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yeah. She's got 12 wounds. I don't think you can put wounds. Yeah, wounds allocated cannot be healed. So I have that highlighted. So she can't, like, get wounds back. So she's got literally 12 total. But mm-hmm. she can't do more than three in 
the a same turn. turn. So in a battle round, you could do six. So it would take till, like I said, the set player two's turn if you yeah. were consistently doing three. Mm-hmm. It would you would not get her off before the end of the second battle round. Like she's guaranteed to be there. Yeah. Which may not seem like a lot, but with the speed and the movement of this army, I don't want her and be even in that second battle round. Right. So, um, so let's take a look. Uh, let's start with Marathi Kane. Mm-hmm. The three uh, casts. It's just freaking three casts. It's crazy. Three casts and two unbinds. Yep. Um, it counts as the general, even if it's not the general, which means you will never actually assign her to be the general because then yep. you have an extra general. Uh, if you have her, you have to have the Shadow Queen. Mm-hmm. Minus one from hit rolls for attacks that target this unit. That's the first right there. You're minus one to hit the Marathi Kane model mm-hmm. just on principle. Yep. Um and then they have the whole rule about her with the Shadow Queen, which is basically yes. any yeah. wounds or mortal wounds that you'd put on Marathi, Kane, um, they go to the Shadow, the queen, shadow yeah. queen, and they can't be negated. Right. In addition, if the Shadow Queen is on the battlefield and effectively an ability or spell would cause this unit to be destroyed without wounds being allocated, then it's not destroyed and three wounds are allocated to the Shadow Queen. Right, so she gets hit by... Archeon's sword or the, you know, the axe of corn from the uh-huh. the, 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 yeah, the, the three corn wounds. guy, uh, purple sun, something like that. Right. So she, that's, okay, so she has six wounds, and there's a number there for the case of the game. Like if you have to roll against someone's wounds characteristic or something, yeah. she's got six wounds. It, she really has no wounds because nothing hits her. It all goes to the Shadow Queen. Right, you can target her, but yeah, yeah. Any I mean, you can attack this her. Smile takes go to the Shadow Queen, right? Yeah, I mean, you can attack them both because they're mm-hmm. both going to be on the table. But everything winds up going to the Shadow Queen. Um, and what happens with that is we just said you can't do more than three wounds in a in the same turn, right? So you're just dropping stuff to her after that first three. You might as well stop hitting her. Yeah, because attacking will do zilch. Right, which is tough when you're, if you've got like a super shooty unit, you know what I mean, and you're picking what you want to shoot at, and you're like, okay, I need to do three wounds to this model. Do I do yeah, half yeah. of my shots, all of my shots, a third of my shots? You kind of have to think about it. Exactly, and it's like you could just be safe and be like, okay, I'm just going to shoot the whole unit to make sure I get my three. Right, but then you could waste a bunch of stuff. Right. Um. Now, okay, I like this next one. Worship through bloodshed. Mm-hmm. Command ability in the hero phase. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, friendly Daughters of Cain unit. That unit can shoot, or if it's within three inches of any enemies, it can fight. Yeah. Nothing fight. about if you fight once or this counts as a fight uh, or you can't fight uh, twice. It's just, uh, guess what? That's fight, fight in the hero phase pretty good that's really good she could do it to the shadow good she could do it yeah to any unit including the shadow queen Uh Mm uh-huh and her getting an extra attack uh eight attacks with heart render yeah jumping the levels ahead so she's tuned to hit and wound she's yeah she's just devastating stuff yeah um and she does have her own spell the black horror of ulgu Mm -hmm. 
Cast on the seven, 36 inches. Pick an enemy. On a one, it takes a mortal wound. On a two to three, it takes D3. On a four up, it takes D6 mortal wounds. So it costs uh, cast almost seven, but it's got a three foot. If she's standing in the middle of the board, she can touch anyone anywhere. Yeah. With this spell. And honestly, this is one of those things that it's great. You got three spells, and this would be a wonderful thing to just finish off that hero that mm-hmm. either got down to a couple wounds and got pulled out of the fight, you retreated him or teleported him out, or even if he's just there and he took some shots at him and he's walking away with one wound. Pop. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's on a four plus, like 50% of the time it does D6 mortal wound. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question. Yep. What's what's the range on worship through bloodshed? <laughs> I think it's table. Yeah. It just says pick a friendly unit. Yeah. It's, it's that, literally, this that is crazy. This is, yeah. might be the best thing in the book. Yeah. Or one of the best things in the book. Yeah. She is literally getting a unit that can fight, that can attack again, just attack in the hero phase. Mm-hmm. And we've already talked about all these other things that characters can have on them. Yeah. And. So you, so you launch a unit of blood sisters forward. You, you hit them with a uh, uh, mind razor. Yep. They charge in. They. You, they, well, they, you know, say they're up, say they're, I uh, say they're already close. So they fight in the hero phase, and then they fight in the combat phase, and then when they die, they fight again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a lot for that's a lot of, you t- that's a lot of use out of one unit. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, think if you have, and I keep going back to the witch elves. You've got a huge unit of witch elves. Mm-hmm. And then you throw that other, because that's the hero phase, right? You got that other thing you can throw down, I thought. Um, well, you can make them, if they're, you know, if they charge and they're in that right one, they get minus one Ren, and then they can fight again. And Yeah, it's a lot of... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Marathi Kane is no slouch either. Like, Mm-mm. she got, okay, she got three attacks at the three by three with two Ren and D3 damage, and then six... With one rend and one damage. So she's got nine attacks. She's got a potential for 15 wounds. Just Marathi Kane. Yeah. Um, now, she would probably not be playing in this. Uh, which one is it, though? Oh, I must, I'm thinking of something else. The thing that uh, sixes get to... Sixes get two hits. What was that from? Oh, that's the. Uh, oh, that's that's the command ability when it's picked yeah. to fight in the combat phase. Well, still, yeah. she could use it when she's picked to fight in the combat phase. It's just a daughter's sure. arcane unit. Yeah. yeah, it's just a command ability. Yeah, she, like you said, you, why would you use it on the Shadow Queen? Because she's got one. Shadow Queen's got one ranged attack. Twos. With Ren 3 and D6 damage. That's cool. Yeah. And then she's got about a bajillion attacks. She's got... Mm-hmm. She starts with 8 with her Heart Render. Everything... All of her attacks, once again, 3s by 3s, right? Yeah. But it's, eight, the, it's, yeah, it's the Envenom Tail. That's just... Wow. Yeah. So her Heart Render is 8 attacks with 2 Ren 3 damage. 
Her Serpent Crown is 2d6 attacks with no rend 1 damage. And then the Envenom Tail, 2 rend, starts at 6 damage. Yeah. Goes down to 3. It's just flat 6. Yeah. It's a flat 6 dropping down to a flat 3. 1 attack, 3s by 3s, which is going to drop to 2s by 2s quickly if you're in the right army. Mm -hmm. And 2 rend. It's... I love this model. I love everything it does. Um, yeah. And if you roll a six to hit with that tail, it scores two hits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, because we, we gave her that thing. Marathi. All out slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so dumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they, they on purpose did it so you can't use Battle Fury on the Shadow Queen, because that would just be... Dumb. <laughs> yeah, that would be dumb. Cause yeah, uh, yeah, that's 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 overpowered. Cause I looked at that and said, why not? And then I said, oh, that's why. Yeah. Getting two more attacks with that stupid tail. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna kill myself now. I'm not fighting <laughs> that. All right. Um. So. Same so I think, rules. I think, yeah. Does that mean is there any reason to not take this model? I mean, there is. If you're planning on six hundred, six hundred some points is a lot. Yeah. But. I bet you it's over a quarter of your army. I bet you it gets the job done. Oh, yeah. And even if it only lasts till the end of battle round two, if you play it right, it's getting into combat and it's wrecking face, at least for a bit. Well, I just think of what it can do. You can just like take like somebody's Maw Crusher just to the face. Yep. Like there's no way a Maw Crusher is going to delete you in one round when you've got this thing. It's not going to happen. And the thing is, on the big thing you want to take out, because it can only take three wounds between them, you could mm -hmm. team them up on one big thing. Yeah. You can go against, put her against something big. And, and I mean, Marathi Kane against a small unit of five or ten things, she could wipe that out in one attack herself. But mm -hmm. if you've got some big, ugly brute mm -hmm. that's got a lot of wounds, the two of them together, because what are they doing? They're taking up space. Yeah, they're holding this thing there, and it can. It doesn't matter which one it attacks; it's still only going to do three, and you're getting all this on it. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool. All right, so what does she got? She's got the Fury of the Shadow Queen. While this unit is within three inches of any enemy units, add one to attack characteristics of melee used by friendly Kinerai and Melusai units wholly within eighteen. Of this unit. So that. Yeah. So what's a Melisai unit? That's a blood scissor. Yeah, that's the snakes, right? Yeah. And what is the. <laughs> oh, and the Kinnerai are the flying things. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So suddenly she takes those things that you really liked that are good and just made them better. Yeah. Plus one attack. Mm -hmm. So blood scissors get four attacks then? Yeah. Two inch range too. Although that doesn't matter so much anymore with the new rules, but if they're in the that new rules right screwed battalion. over people who picked all that two-inch weapon stuff. Yeah, if they're in the right battalion. I guess I just ugh, I, right. Yeah, I was just like, oh, all my orcs. I picked all those nice spears because I wanted to get more attacks, and now it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, two bodies, one soul is the rule of uh, you know when it's on the battlefield that would do this. So. Mm -hmm. It just basically said what it said on the last one. It's the same rule. That one said one soul, two bodies. This this rule says two bodies, one soul. And it just explains it from her point of view. Yeah. So that's that's them. They are brutal. 
you have to have a you have to have and a cunning. plan. Yeah, yeah. You have to. <laughs> Which is weird because yeah. they don't look or sound like Gorka Morka. Right. But you they're have more have like Gorka Morka than Gorka Morka. They're on the table and there's two parts of them. They split apart. That's right. They're more Gorka Morka than Gorka Morka. <laughs> I'm saying that quietly because it feels like heresy. It does. <laughs> so if you're going to a tournament, you have to have a plan in place to take this thing out. You have to. You just have to assume you're going to fight the Shadow Queen at least one of your games at a tournament. So you need to have a plan. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, you know. Okay, you should. Let's put it. You should have a plan. You should try you should, to have you, a plan. If if you're if you want to win the you know if you have if you want to like challenge for the top three you know you should have some kind of idea how you're going to take out a Shadow Queen and how you're going to take out a Maw Crusher like that kind of stuff. Yep. Now I don't go into tournaments with those plans. That's but what, that's but, but that's <laughs> that's fine. You know what I mean. But if you're going if you're going for the top three, you need to have some kind of idea of what you're going to do. You know, like yeah. I'm going I'm going to bring this unit for this purpose. Like I'm the only reason I'm bringing Judicators in my Stormcast army is because I can put three mortal wounds on the Shadow Queen every single turn, no problem. Yeah, that's true. You know. I th- here's the thing. She's only got a four-up save. I don't yeah. think I don't think putting three wounds on her. Per it's not. It's ba- not difficult. But if she uh, defenses, she goes down to a three. Thing is, if they go first, but that's, that's why you need mortal wound shooting, which is what judicators do. You know. If she goes, <sighs> if they go first, I'm just trying to think. If she doesn't get into combat, mm-hmm. round uh, the first half like if you go first and you don't get it, her up yeah. into combat yeah. then there's only three in the first battle then she's guaranteed to make it to turn three mm-hmm. battle round three I should say mm-hmm. so unless you're throwing her forward for no reason she should make it into battle round three because on my half if I don't get her into combat or if you go first and you pull her up if I don't if, you know I I don't know why you wouldn't want to get her into combat right. but if I, I mean, don't really I really, I mean, I think the way I would play it, I think I'd hold her back for round one, and then I'd throw her in on round two. I tried to go, you know, I, tried, I would try to go second in round two. That way I can put her in at the bottom of round two and into a unit that I know she's going to kill. So she's not going to take any hits back. And then hopefully I double turn going into round three then she charges something else that I know she can kill, and then for the rest of the game I can just throw caution to the wind and just go just go to town because she probably won't die. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so yeah, so that uh, hasn't helped me at all with the plan on how to beat her that <laughs> no. we're supposed to be thinking of. No, um, that, that's that's, that's, what, wow. that's what daughters of Cain players do. But so you have to have some kind of a plan. You have to like it's, mostly it's mortal wound shooting is how you plunk three wounds on her because you don't have to get in combat with it. Yep, because she will kill you in combat unless you. Because you definitely want to get at least three on her turn one. Otherwise, Absolutely. she's in for the most the game. Yeah. Yep. Because I play when I, whenever I play, and maybe it's just because of the armies that we play, or because I kind of suck. But they never go all five rounds. Mm. Like, somebody's lost. Like, I don't always lose, but by the end of four rounds, somebody's been 
taken apart and that game's done, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you can keep her from getting any any wounds in the first battle round, she's in for the game, isn't she? I think so. Interesting. Well, I love I love her. I love her model. I love her rules. Yeah. She's the worst, but she's the best. Mm-hmm. Because the book tells us she's the best. Because we already know they go in and they that's they they fixed it up. Yeah. So okay, let's. Uh, holy mackerel! Should we take a break? You know what? No, we're gonna talk real quick. I want to just the, let's talk about the two shrines, right? Yeah, the hag queens and the slaughter queens. Um, on and off there, on the blood rack shrine and the. The no, I wanna, uh, I'm talking uh, hag queens and slaughter queens on the cauldron of blood. Oh, okay. That's, I know we're jumping around weird, but these yep, they're okay. the they're the two units that are priests. Yeah. So we'll talk about them. We'll take a, and then we'll talk about the all the cool mm-hmm. things that priests get because mm-hmm. they got a lot of stuff. Now here's oh, the yeah. thing I've noticed, or at least in my opinion, everything that's riding on one of these types of things, whether it's a cauldron or a shrine or whatever, the best parts of the rules are the characters. Like oh yeah, the call like like a hag queen on foot to me seems out. I mean, outside of just having a lot of extra wounds, mm-hmm. the hag queen on foot, I feel like I get more bang for my buck because the hag queen has got the coolest part of the rules. And well, on a cauldron, and, and she's two seventy. Yeah, on foot, she's a buck ten. I can get two hag queens for less than a cost of one on a cauldron. I'm just. I, this is my impressions. This is what I have written in the book. Best parts, and I have this on all of them. The Hag Queen, the Slaughter Queen, the Medusa. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that the best part of the thing is the cool character and what they can do, at least yeah. as far as the army benefit from. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you take the person on, you know, the the Slaughter Queen on the cauldron, and it's for it's specifically for one of the items. Yeah, I mean, it just it, I mean, uh, yeah. That there's a re- there's a reason, and it's one. Of, it's the it's literally the crown of woe is why you take the 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 on the cauldron of blood because it has a range factor to it, and the right. cauldron of blood is gigantic. Right. So now you've got this humongous bubble of you know of cannot receive rally or inspiring presence commands. Just yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying they're not yeah. any good. I'd put one on yeah. the table, but it's just yeah. I feel like the the thing that gives it that like when I'm just reading those parts, it's like, wow, they're the best part of it are the hag queens and the oh, yeah. and that stuff. It's like so okay, let's take a look real quick. The cauldron, first of all. Mm-hmm. And the cauldron is basically the same whether you're a slaughter queen or a hag queen. Yeah. Um in fact, yes, they literally are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So um, it's got a it's got the torrent of burning blood, which is six yeah. attacks, ten inch range, one rend, one damage. Once again, I'm not saying the hit and wound because that's all threes. Yeah, um, shoots boiling blood at you. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and then. Uh, the Avatar Sword, four inch range, rend two damage three, or not four inch range. I'm sorry, two, two inch, inch, four yeah, attacks, yeah. rend two damage three. The Blade of Cain, four attacks, rend one damage d three. The the the, uh, the thing I can't pronounce, the Sianza, yeah, uh, starts up at eight attacks, drops down to five. This one only wounds on fours though, and has no rend and one damage. But this thing is yeah. pumping out stuff. Now the Blade of Cain is. 
the Hag Queens, the D3 damage. That's the, the, they both get to do D3 with their attacks, the characters, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then the altar's not... I mean, okay, plus one to chanting rolls and any priest within nine inches of this unit. So if you've got this and a couple on foot, the ones on foot, if they stay near it, plus one. Ch- all chanting goes off on a three, so this makes it a two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make a charge move on a... Th- you get impact hits. D3 mortals on a two up, impact hits. And plus one to save... Um, yeah, the blood shield. Yeah, yeah, the blood shield. Which, uh, okay, plus one to save for attacks that target unit daughters of Cain units wholly within range of this ability. This thing starts off at eighteen inches. Mm-hmm. So that five up save across the army, if you're near this thing, becomes a four. Yes, that's an amazing, yeah, thing, and that's the reason to take this. But like I said, I just uh, you get to the the Hag Queen, and now the difference between the Hag Queen and the Hag Queen on the Cauldron is she moves six inches with five wounds, and this one starts at six but will go lower and has 13 wounds. So you are getting a lot more wounds. But the Witch Brew and the yeah. Touch of Death. Yeah, the Witch Brew is another reason you to love take this. this. Oh, man. Go ahead with this one. So, Witch Brew, start hero phase. You can pick up friendly daughters of Kenya wholly within a foot to drink the Witch Brew. If you do so, add one to the number of current battle rounds, but determine the abilities gained by that unit, and it all stacks. So, yeah. So, if you're playing Hagnar, and I just, uh-huh. I'm going to keep going back to them because they have plus one. So, you start the game yeah. on, bat- on the plus one to run, plus one to charge. Mm hmm. Start of the hero phase, if you know you've got one that's going to run up or one that you're going to teleport or one you're going to do whatever with, mm-hmm. they could be on plus one to hit as well. Right now in the first battle round. That's not bad. Right. Uh, and then the touch of death. Prayer has an answer value of three, a range of only three inches. If answered, pick an enemy unit within range, visible, D3 mortal wounds. Yeah. Uh, That's great. Any hero who can just, on a three-up, do D3 mortal wounds. Yeah. That's just a prayer. That's that's their ability. Just a prayer. Yeah, range three. But that's, that's awesome. That's pretty good. I'm always thinking of those things that can get that last bit that you miss because that always happens oh, yeah. to me. I go to fight some hero yeah. or some monster or some something, mm-hmm. and I get it down to like two wounds or one wound. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, but I've got this. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's the little. That's what, that's what you need. It. Yeah, it's good against Night Haunt too. Those guys are irritating with their unrendable saves. This just yeah. finishes them a little, off. Yeah. It's just right there. Yep. And it's coming out. There you go. But. She's got better things to do with her prayers. Well, there's all sorts of cool. We're going to get to the prayers, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the, but this is that. This yeah. is that pick off that last thing that's about to get away. It's For happened sure. to everybody. Oh yeah, we all hate it. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, you can also put a slaughter queen on top of it. Yeah, everything that we just talked about is exactly the same, including I think. 
Yes, they're their their weapon. It's got a different name, but it's still four attacks, one ren, D three damage. So they're yeah, literally the so- same. Except for the character special rules. That's too bad. The Death Sword used to be amazing back in like third edition Warhammer Fantasy. Yep. It was like strength 10. You were like frenzied when you held it. It was nasty. <laughs> that, that is funny. That <laughs> Death is funny. Sword. <laughs> now it's just kind of a. Eh. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it's just, it's just the name. It literally has the exact same rules yeah. as the Blade of Cain. Yeah. This is Death Sword and Blade of Cain. Right. Literally no better than nope. just the Blade of Cain. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, so what are their special rules? Orgy of Slaughter. Any yeah. rule called Orgy of Slaughter, uh, I'm, I'm in for. It sounds like I'm watching horror movies. This is a really good one. Hero Face Command Ability. Pick a Friendly Daughters and Cain within three inches. Um, they can fight. In the yeah. hero phase, this is a separate one from the one we had with Marathi. With Marathi, uh-huh. uh, so now we've got two units fighting in the hero phase. That's a command ability. This yeah, is a just, command ability, and it's just oh. within three inches, so you can well, do it on itself. You can't do. You can only do one command ability per phase, right? You can only do the same command ability once per phase. So you could do a worship through bloodshed and an orgy of slaughter. Yeah. Huh. Different command abilities. And it's yeah. I mean, you can't do it to the same unit twice because you can't issue commands to a unit more than once in a phase. Right. Correct. But still, two big units. Yeah. Of, or two units of the snaky people. Yes. More likely, you're just going to do it to itself, though. Because it's within three inches, that's always kind of, it's always it's always a kind of a finicky. You'd have to be right next to that unit, you know. Yeah, but you might be. You, you know, might be, yeah. because it just says within three inches, and you're mm-hmm. on the cauldron. You might have. Oh, yeah. You're pushing up the cauldron. You got a unit of you got a unit on your left and a unit on your right, mm-hmm. and one model's got to be within three inches. Or right. two because you want to be coherency and you're going to have your little staggery move stuff, but you probably have mm-hmm. two in it. Boom. You've got yeah. this going. And, yeah, you can – this is kind of – I can have two units fighting. I mean, you're you're burning command points up at that point. Mm-hmm. But two units fighting in the hero phase seems yeah. like it's yeah. throwing everything out of balance. Like, you can just really tip the scales. Yeah, in order to do that, it costs you like, I don't know, a thousand points of your army to pull that off, if not more. <laughs> it's a 680 for the Shadow Queen, and this sucker's like 270 points. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that like, is half your army. <laughs> it's like half your army. So, I mean, it's it's probably worth it, but yeah. It's, well, it depends on a, what you're a, doing. Yeah. yeah. That's a big investment for those two abilities, but. Maybe you're playing a big game. True. All right. Um,. So, but here's the thing: the uh, the unit can fight. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have it on a cauldron of blood for that rule. That's true. I could have her on foot. Yes. I could have the hag queen maybe on the cauldron, mm-hmm. but I could put a slaughter queen on foot for the low low price of a buck thirty. Yeah, not bad. 
And she can use that, and she can stand right behind that unit. Yeah. There she is behind the unit, just mm-hmm. giving that that, and the Dance of Doom. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a value of three. Yeah. Oh, strike first applies to this unit in the following combat phase. Yeah. So she can make herself always strike first, which if you're going up once again, another thing, you want to take out that little character, right? You want to get that one or two wounds on. Mm-hmm. Jump jump the gun. Every one of these rules is for getting that out of turn extra combat yeah. sequence. And that's kind that, of you, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the the ability through this whole book is like when this model dies, it does something. When you do this, it does something. When it, this is out of turn, now it yeah, you know, it, it it's the common theme throughout all of this. That's it's and it's really kind of awesome. Yeah, because it's wow, it's. They're not that hardcore, but they are. You read this book and you're like, they're elven trained psychopaths. Like mm-hmm. they are going to just they, their entire life. We, you always read about elves and different groups of elves and they focus on something. Like look at Teclas and his people. They focus on magic and they're just stupid about it, right? Mm, yeah. Everyone in that army is a magician. Every unit's got magic. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna boost myself with this thing because I can do the thing, and we can do the thing, and we can do the thing because everyone does the thing. Here, everyone does the thing. Except here, everyone does the thing is stab you, right? Quicker and faster, and with right. more stabs. It doesn't have to be. I don't, and it's literally the death of a thousand cuts. I don't have to hit you hard because I hit you fifty freaking times. Right, and if there's something that I want to hit hard, I just send the shadow queen at it and right. die. Yeah. That's the, that's the sledgehammer to the scalpel of the rest of this army. But here I got this I got my couple of units of 20 or 30 witch elves and like I said I'm always mm-hmm. picturing that in my head just the sea of elf yeah. flesh flying across yeah. the battlefield yeah. running in fast they're in second or third they're hitting on twos and they're wounding on twos because it's counting as round 4 even though it's round 2. Yeah. And they're doing you know all these hits, and then some guy throws in a, you know, a dead, because they do those in the hero phase, then you get mm-hmm. into the combat phase, and someone drops a plus whatever that was on them. Yeah, The one I keep I forgetting. Mean, yeah, the all-out slaughter. So, yeah. after that, now I'm going to hit them in the combat phase, and sixes are going to do two hits. It's just more and more and more and more and more hits, and it's, you read this, and you read their rules, and you're, because it talks about how they're just stone killers. Yeah, they can kill anything, anywhere, against any numbers. And you look and you're like, "Oh my God, they might be able to." Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally am sitting here and we're like, "Ah, they're squishy five saves with a six up ward." Yeah, but they've already hit each individual exactly. model has hit you seven times, <laughs> right? Before they go down, you know that's right. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh man, no, I'm not. I'm not and starting this army. I'm not. <laughs> starting this army. I bought the the last set that came out. So. <laughs> I'm not starting I, I this to. army. All right, so um, before we take a break, because we've been going a while, uh, uh-huh. okay, now here, Relics of Cain on page 69, Daughters of Cain, Priest Only. Now the prayer scriptures say Daughters of Cain, Hero Priest. Now, are there priests that aren't heroes? Did I miss that? Did I miss uh, something that's listed as a priest and not a hero? Or, 
I mean, because yeah. a hero uh-huh. priest is also a priest, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. But a priest on itself might not be a hero priest. And as I'm going through and I'm looking through all of these Slaughter Queen, Hero, and Priest. Slaughter Queen on thing, Hero, and Priest. Hag Queen, Hero, and Priest. I don't think so. Morgwaith, the bloodied hero priest. I don't see it. And I don't know if maybe there's a special uh, thing that you can make someone a priest. Is that is that it? Because then they just, but then they'd have to be a hero to put that on them. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. there's nothing. So I guess it doesn't mean anything. I yeah. guess it's the same thing. So the relics of Cain for and and those are the characters we just mentioned. Those four. There are mm-hmm. hero. There are. Stars of Cain, priest only. Yeah. Because I think that's it. High queens and slaughter queens are the only priests. I'm 99% positive, except for that one character chick, but she's got a special name, so you're not giving her nothing. <laughs> um, right. Pick an extra prayer. Yeah. Um, or once per battle, before you chant the prayer, then uh, you basically, once per battle, it's an auto prayer. Mm-hmm. You don't have to roll. So you can have an extra prayer in your in your in your back pocket, or th- those are okay. I I don't know that I'm picking those as my. No. Uh, I don't think so. For if I'm going to burn an artifact, I don't think that's what the thing I'm going to take. Mm-hmm. Uh they've got six prayers, and on a th- they're all answer on a three up. They all have a fourteen inch range, which is why the one cauldron you put the one on the cauldron mm-hmm. th- that gets the plus. Uh, The one of the cauldron should be the Hag Queen. Ah, uh, they can both get plus one of their chanting rolls. I guess I just uh, I thought the Hag Queen would have extra stuff, but it doesn't matter. Um, so if but if they're on one of those things, they are they are getting their prayers answered on a two. Mm-hmm. Are there any here that really that you really like more than the others? Catechism of Murder is the best one. Okay, what is that one then? So that one is uh, answer value three, range of fourteen. Yep. If you're if you're standing on a cauldron, that's pretty big. Uh, answered, pick a friendly dart as a cane unit, hold within range, visible till your next hero phase. That's a key because it happens. It works in your opponent's turn. The unmodified hit roll for an attack made with a melee weapon by that unit is six. Score two hits instead of one. Okay. So. Mm. Um. That so that that other effect wouldn't affect them at all even though it doesn't have the same name it wouldn't suddenly make that attack score three hits no but then you also don't have to use it (laughs) yeah you don't have to use it you could just yeah you have the prayer um do something else you don't have to so that's all out slaughter so now you don't have to use that command ability now you just got a prayer for it Mm -hmm. bing now you can use all out attack now instead so now you're hitting on whatever twos in round two or whatever yeah. Yeah, it's good. Or, yeah. Well, the thing with this is it's until the next hero phase. So this mm-hmm. rolls through. If I drop this on you, because prayers happen in the hero phase, right? Yep. I drop this on you now. Then mm-hmm. I use those rules mm-hmm. where you can attack in the hero phase. Because mm-hmm. this is now working. It's not just during the combat phase. Because some of these things, you can pick it for the combat phase. Mm-hmm. And here it's like, oh, no, you can... Yeah, this is in a hero phase. Constantly. That's 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 <laughs> yeah. that's huge. Yeah, that's that good. one prayer, suddenly yeah. that unit that is attacking in your hero phase 
and yeah. in your combat phase yeah, and in and your, your opponent's, opponent's combat, combat phase. Yeah. And if he double turns you, you're doing it again in his You're doing fix. it again, yeah. So, yeah, six yep. is doing two hits. You don't want to yeah. get double turned, but that's well, several rounds make, of combat. Yeah, this might make your opponent be like, I don't know if I want to take the double turn. Could be. Yeah, maybe. Wow. A friendly daughter's a cane unit. Mm-hmm. So this includes this, this, the queen, right? <laughs> yeah. So this does. Yeah, this bypass. Yeah. So her. Yeah, so sure. so a six does two hits. So yeah. that stupid thing that does six. does straight six damage. Yeah, if you roll a tail. six. <laughs> yeah. If you roll a six on the attack for that mm-hmm. tail. Two hits. Damage six. And then and remember to wound, most likely, if it's not in the first battle round, she's wounding on twos. Mm-hmm. At two rend and six damage. Yeah, I mean, more likely what's going to happen is you're going to have one wizard. Say you do this on like a unit of witch elves. You're going to cast Mind Razor on that unit mm-hmm. or on a unit of Blood Sisters. Mind Razor, which gives you plus one rend and plus one damage if it charged. And then you're going to give it Catechism of Murder and all sixes score two hits. I mean, it's a blender. It's just ridiculous. Well, it's the unmodified, so it's still it's even though it's yeah, plus, yeah, it's but, still yeah, but still, I mean, you have so many freaking attacks. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it just turned these two things just turned a, any unit in this book into just a blender. Mind Razor plus Catechism of Murder is just a, it's just ridiculous. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's so good. I mean, you look at the other ones, yeah, it's just like, okay, right. re-roll your fanatical faith roll now. Okay, yeah. that's not... Uh, all right. Okay, I mean, it's not bad, but... Um, yeah, I mean, you could take a, a, just a, a lowly unit of 10 witch elves, yeah. 115 points, mind-razored, all-out attacked, and catechism of murder. Like, give me a break. That unit is just going to mow through pretty much anything. Yeah. Uh, martyr sacrifice. Uh, when you kill, when units die on a five up, the unit takes a mortal wound. Yeah. Heal up to D three wounds allocated to that unit. Uh, since you can't do that with yeah, you can't, you the, can't the do queen. That the, uh, but right. it's, I mean, that I, see. Yeah, but if I'm picking, well, you probably have more than one person, and they can't. Can they have the same prayer? I, you can, but you can't use it. Right. But if they all have multiple prayers, they can all use their different prayers, right? Yeah. So let's see. <sighs> Do not take battle shock tests. That's not a bad one. That's pretty good. Um, oh, here we go. Sacrament of Blood. Pick a friendly mm-hmm. unit. Three and yes. 14. Yeah, there you go. Plus one to the battle round. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> plus one to the battle round. So that's not a bad prayer. Uh-uh. Where you're Hagnar, and in round one you're already on the two. Uh, top, uh, get into battle round two. You're plus one to hit. You drop this on a unit, make them plus one to wound. And once again, like you said, it, it's just I like this one because that I think getting those those 
extra bonuses quick and early are cool. Mm-hmm. But that catechism of murder, yeah, I'm giving that to one of them every time. Absolutely. And you're putting it on the one on the cauldron, so that way it's got much, a bigger footprint for that 14-inch range. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're also taking Crown of Woe on that character, so enemy units can't use Rally or Inspiring Presence while they're within nine inches of that character. And Oh, yeah, because these are Daughters of Cain heroes, and all the priests mm-hmm. are heroes as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yes. So now you just pounded a unit, and now it can't even use Inspiring Presence to not die from battle shock. It just seems to go away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And... Crown of if any models are slain by the bearers' attacks. Oh, so that's probably not going to stretch it to fifteen too often. I'm guessing mm-hmm. because the bearer had have to do it, so it would have to be the attack. It would have to be those very specific attacks from the blade of Cain or the death blade and blade of Cain combo. All right, they would have to kill a model with that to stretch that to fifteen. Right, and what I would also do is we haven't even looked at the command traits yet, so. Oh, that's you know, right. You know, so you've got your you know, your hag queen. You know, she's probably going to be, you know, your general on the cauldron of blood. And, you know, I'd give her, I, I like the zealous orator one. Zealous so if you, if, So that's if you issue rally, you can return a slain model on a four instead of a six. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah. The, the half your models are coming back if you issue yeah. a, com, a, a rally command. You're bringing back half the things that were killed. That's right. huge. Right, especially um, those, especially those ones that died, got to fight again, mm-hmm. and now you rally and you bring them back to life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's aw- oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so they get killed, they attack before they die, then I yeah. rally them back. If there's no enemies within three, of course, but there's probably not gonna be. This is a freaking blender army, so you're probably gonna kill everything. So your unit of ten blood sisters went to. Four blood sisters, oh, but they killed everything, and then there's rally. Oh, they come back now. That's great. Nice, <laughs> um, true believer. If I and I and I wouldn't waste this one because there's better ones. But there's a true believer, and suddenly your general or your oh, yeah. your hero Add plus one, the, yeah, is plus. It's there. So the Hagnar general is starting in battle round three. Mm-hmm. So on the second battle round, they are at the plus one to hit, plus one to wound. And I know I'm harping on that, but yeah, it's twos, man. It's twos. I think you could get it so that on the first turn, you could be plus one hit, plus one wound, plus one charge, plus one run. Sure. I think it'd be, it's not that hard to do. No, we just said because you could take Hagnar and start on two. Yeah. You give your general true believer she's at three. Any other ability that boosts it makes it four. Yeah. In the first battle round. It's which silly. Is the, which is the sacrament of blood prayer. Yeah. Which is yeah. um, kind of cool. Kinda the cool. wizard knowing all the spells of the Lord of Shadows isn't bad because there's some good spells in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, there's other cool things. They all have cool flavor. Yeah. I'll give them that. Um. Plus one attack by your Melisai. Only a Melisai Iron Scale can have this. Mm-hmm. So you're given that's that have to be your general, right? If it's a command trait. Yeah, yeah. So, but she's got a plus one attack on all the. If, if you're doing all snakes, that's a good one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Master of Poisons. Master of Poisons is another pop and kill that guy that you just didn't kill. You've yeah. got it on your general. She does some wounds. Pick one right. of those models. I'm fighting you. I'm a hero. I did a couple of wounds to you. I didn't kill you. Oh, n- guess what? You take D6 mortals. Yeah. D6 mortals. <laughs> That's nasty. I could, on a lucky roll there, take yeah. you take out your little five-wound hero if I only managed to do one wound in the actual combat phase. Right. One wound. The slightest cut with those poison blades can kill you. Mm-hmm. That's I like of the flavor ones. That's my favorite. Yeah, that'd be really annoying if you're like a like a Caradron Overlord's admiral on like a skyship or something like that, and you wounded him, and you're like, is <laughs> dead. <laughs> it's annoying, but it's wonderful. Those guys are tough to kill. The command traits are all sorts of fun, and yeah, uh, we'll go over the spells. Uh, when we get to the Wizards, but we're going to take a break soon. We've been going for like an hour. Yeah. But I just wanted to go through the those characters. Those are our priests, mm-hmm. and these are their prayers. Did we did we cover them all, or did we skip around? We skipped we, we skipped some of the prayers, but, you know, it's okay. Um, yeah, I guess. No, I, maybe we... Uh, well, because no, that we, catechism we, we of murder is so good. We so, did tap so them all. It's so good, yeah. Yeah, we did talk about them all. In fact, that we, was we the add one yeah. of the battle round, which made us yeah. start jumping around and yeah, talking yeah, about other yeah, things. Yes. Yeah. All right, so let's take a break. Okay. And then we'll come back, and we're going to talk uh, our wizards in the game and then the rest of the heroes. All righty. There's always something happening at Grognards. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So... Do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away. Because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. Here we are back again. Hello. Trying to talk about the wizardy characters. Yeah, there's some good ones in here. In this. Uh, so let's start with the Bloodrack Shrine and the Bloodrack Medusa, because those. Yeah. Those are. Now, I mean, Rathi's a wizard. We know that, but we already talked about her. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Bloodrack Shrine has mm-hmm. got a Medusa on it, who is super cool. 
and uh, she's cast one on Unbind Two, which is weird. And she, once again, all the coolest stuff from the Shrine rules are, is the, is the Medusa rules. Yeah, she's got the coolest stuff uh, mm-hmm. to her. So, um, the Shrine is different than the Cauldron of Blood in in, in it rules wise. Yeah, it's got a mirror on it instead of a statue. Yes. Um. So, cast one on bind two. You already said about that. Mm-hmm. Um. They now the the shrine has something called a blood rack stare, and yeah. this would be really good against hordes. Mm-hmm. I'd be worried about this. Yeah. Uh, and this is the Medusa using her powers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, twelve inch range. Okay. Uh, in fact, the Medusa. This is her rule. This isn't the, the shrine. Yeah, this is her rule. It's yeah. The, oh yeah, it's the cool thing, and it's her against hordes. No attack. Range of twelve inches. Roll a number of dice equal to the number of models in the target unit that are within range of the attack. So all models in the unit within twelve inches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Thirty chain rasps make a roll. Yeah. For each five up. One mortal wound. So you just deleted a third of that unit. Yep. That's great. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really great. Oh, you, mm-hmm. you can't complain about that. Um, we'll go about her other attacks. The only attack that the shrine has that she doesn't on her own is the goad staves, which uh, is a two-inch range, starts with six attacks, drops down to three. Mm-hmm. No rend, one damage. Like, the shrine itself doesn't do much of anything. I mean, it's got I mean, the, it, aura, it, it's the aura of agony. Right, right. I'm just saying impact. in the attack yeah, yeah, thing, because yeah. a lot of times yeah, you'll yeah. see the character has one or two things, and then it's usually the giant mount that has all the attacks. Mm-hmm. All the attacks are in the Medusa. The shrine just has the god staves. Yeah. But it does have other special rules, yes. I'm just saying... Yeah, attack. I like this. I like this model too. It's like literally just dripping in blood. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. and it fits. It fits to the lore really nicely as yeah. well. The Medusa is just such a bizarre creature. Something that, of course, yeah, it's better. It's better on foot than it is on the shrine, in my opinion. I, yeah, I would put her on the on foot because if I'm gonna have a if I'm gonna have one of these things, I'm gonna have it be a cauldron, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. So now the blood rack Medusa, okay? Uh, it's considered a high honor among the elves to be se- selected for this, and in this glory gory ritual, their flesh is pierced by the fangs of hissing serpents that crown the shadow queen's skull. There is, this results in an agonizing transformation of the Chosen into monstrous beings blessed with a portion of her st- Marathi strength and magic, the blood rack Medusa. Mm-hmm. Any who meet her gaze find their body in- exsanguinated in a welter of gore. Nice. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That uh, sounds like a great honor to me. Yeah, she can cut a sway through any foes foolish enough to approach her. Those selected for this might be rising champions, but some are chosen because they're openly contentious when it comes to Marathi Kane's strictures. After the ritual, however, they become the goddess's most faithful and loyal servants. Yeah. Yep. Um, naturally resonant with arcane power, they eagerly absorb every scrap of magical knowledge that she grants them, including all manner of malicious spells and curses. So 
the, the the snakes on the Shadow Queen's head bite you a bunch of times, and then you change into the Medusa. Yeah. Which can wipe out a third of the unit just from her l- gaze. She looks at you. Yeah. The real thing she does is her Melusai kin rule. That's why she's there. Uh, which is? Which is, start your combat phase, pick a Melusai unit, holy within a foot, and add one to the number of the current battle round would determine the abilities gained from the Blood Rites battle trait. But it only works on Blood Sisters and... Yeah, friendly Melusai units. So this yeah. is, when you get into this, you're getting into like the all, everything affects the snakes. Yeah. But they're like that weird tight-knit special secret organization, so you know that, yeah, they're just going to they're gonna boost each other. Oh, yeah. Now, the Aura of Agony we didn't really talk about. Um, this is the one cool thing about this, this, this shrine, I think, mm-hmm. that would make me want to play it even though points-wise I'm not taking it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if I was throwing everything on the table, this is the reason to play with it right here. Roll a die for each enemy unit within seven inches. If it's equal to or greater than the aura of agony value, they take D3 mortal wounds. The same unit cannot be affected by this ability more than once per turn. So it's uh, for each unit, but if you have multiple shrines, it can't. But that aura of agony starts on a Mm two-up and slowly drops down to a five-up. But everything near it is taking D3 (laughs) mortal wounds. It's just within seven, not wholly within. Just within seven. Just I just gotta get a, yeah. tag a unit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, her special spell, Medusa's special spell, is enfeebling foe. Mm-hmm. And this one goes off on a five, eighteen-inch range. Pick an enemy unit. Minus one from wound rolls for attacks made by melee weapons from that unit till your next hero phase. That's good. She's so good. Yeah. So she's wiping out. A shadow magic spell there and feeling she, yeah, She's wiping out a third of the unit, right? Mm-hmm. With her looks during the shooting phase. Then yeah. in then she casts this spell and you're minus one to wound until your next hero phase. So those those it's just man, they've only got a five up and they're hitting you a million times and now I just made it that much harder for you to hit them. Plus right. she's got a lot of attacks. I mean it's not Super awesome. Yeah. This it's better. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean three attacks with a spear, rend one, D three damage. Yeah, it's nice it's nice and long range. So uh-huh. she so she's a hero. So she could still hide behind other her other units and still mm-hmm. fight. Because she because I don't because she wouldn't be in the same unit. So she her rules wouldn't she wouldn't be able to use the new rule where you get to fight in ranks, you know? Right. So so long range on characters is still good. Yeah, and she's got the D6 attacks with the serpents at two-inch range, too. So mm-hmm. she's got a bunch mm-hmm. of longer yeah. attacks. Yeah. She's a pretty cool model, too. Oh, yeah, it's a cool model. Yeah. But you're really, you're taking her because she's a wizard and can cast Mind Razor, so. Well, yeah, it's it's either her or the Doomfire Warlocks or Marathi. That's it. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize was that low, but it is. Yeah. It's yeah. there's a lot of prayers. There's not a lot of magic in this army. I could see that being a reason you would take uh, Marathi too, because between her, that's it's just her and the and the Doomfire mm-hmm. Warlocks and the Medusa. Speaking mm-hmm. of Doomfire Warlocks, they actually have two wounds apiece because they on a horse. Yeah. 
Um, they can cast an unbind one. Mm-hmm. And plus one to cast an unbind while the unit has five or more models. Now, you know, you read about them in the lore, and they're pretty cool. And you play this model or this unit, and it has nothing to do with all the cool set. There's nothing <laughs> no. connecting no. this to the lore. It's no. the worst. Of all the units in this book, I'm like, yeah. this fits the lore. This is pretty good lore. This is right in there. This is a cool thing. Nope. All about her keeping the men weak, about putting that thing on their head that increases their pain and boosts their magic, but they also keeps them enfeebled. Yeah. Because there's some sort of, she's worried about, a, you know, male witch elves coming to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Which I keep thinking, she keeps thinking it's a male who's going to really hurt her, a male elf right. or something like that. That's the yeah, prophecy. Yeah, that was, that was an old prophecy. Yeah, that was, that was a, a, a warlock would rise up and take out of Malekith. That was the prophecy from... Oh, I thought it was going to rise up and take out her. No, it's Malekith. Yeah, so she keeps them all weak. Um, they have they have one spell, Doomfire. Mm-hmm. Cast on a six, pick an enemy unit. Um, it's good against hordes. If the caster's unit has fewer than five models, the enemy unit takes D3 mortals mortal wounds. If the caster's unit has five to nine models, it takes D6 mortals. If you have ten or more models, you're not taking a big unit of ten warlocks, though. And then <laughs> if they even lose one, yeah. you're kind of screwed. And then it's just six mortal wounds. It's just a straight six. It's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> this is the one unit that just it's never it's clicks. It's an odd unit. The only reason I would ever take a unit of five is I would literally just hide them. And just have a unit that can unbind at plus one. Which is not a terrible ability. It's actually pretty yeah. dang useful. And and if they can pick somebody off using their 12-inch range spell, like I, I don't see that really happening. Uh, they but got they are, their crossbows, but they're four by threes with the crossbows. Yeah, but, they're, but the other thing there is that they're fast. They have a 14-inch move. Which a, lot, which a lot of this army is... It's, pretty, it's not... Fast. Most of it moves six, you know. But these guys can, these guys can go. You know, they can go fourteen, so they can get to an objective maybe, or they can do something fun for you late in the game, other than just plus one non-bind. That's the only reason I would take these guys. Yeah, I yeah. They just, they just, they don't fit very well, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like you look they're at me, like, like, eh. yeah. They kind of got shoehorned into this list because the models are yep. still available. Because they're they're like double kit. You could make the the Dark Riders mm-hmm. or the Doomfire Warlocks. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, they're there because they were there. Mm-hmm. And it, they're one of those units that managed to get saved, even though it totally didn't fit and should have gone gone somewhere else. Right. All right. So they now, if you are a, a <laughs> wizard. Daughters of Cain Wizard, which I guess this would go. Can it go to that unit, or can it only go to the Medusas? What? The artifacts. Oh, artifacts can only get put on heroes, right? Oh, that's true. It just says Daughters of Cain Wizard only, so. Mm-hmm. But it would have to be a hero, so it couldn't go on the. So only mm-hmm. on the Medusas. So, um, when you cast an endless spell, the range of the spell is doubled. That actually sounds like that might be pretty good. Yeah. Especially with how good Purple Sun is these days. Yeah, well, yeah. 
That's a whole other can, uh-huh. kettle of fish. Uh-huh. Um, shadows don't plus one to casting when you t- attempt to cast from the lore of shadows, which mm-hmm. you're going to. Yeah, I like Shadow Stone with them. Yeah, Shadow Stone is probably the best one. That plus one to cast from the lore yeah. of shadows. That's a big deal, especially oh, with... Oh, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And then once per battle in the movement phase, instead of making a normal move, you can teleport. So once per battle, you can teleport your wizard. Right, because if your whole battle strategy is based on you casting Bind Razor, and that spell is cast on an 8, you need all the help you can get casting that thing. That is, that's an 8. Let's talk about the spells. Now, we did talk about Mind Razor, an 8, mm-hmm. plus 1 rend, and plus 1 damage if it made a charge that turn. Yeah. And getting that spell off is like it's like step one of like your your whole plan for that turn is like am I gonna get mind razor off? If I do, this is gonna be great. If I don't, I'm gonna hold my unit back. It's like it's like Yeah, because you don't want to throw you know? all those other commands no. on them, because why are you wasting commands if you don't have this? Yeah. Um Steed of Shadows. Uh, move and move sixteen and fly. Yeah, uh, pit of shades is always fun. Um, it's not mm-hmm. as cool yeah. as it was. Oh no! But uh, on a six, pick an enemy unit, roll two d six. However much higher that is than their movement, it's that's how many mortal wounds they take. Yeah, mirror dance is cool too. Yes, go with that one. So mirror dance spell that has casting of six range of eighteen. Pick two friendly dark and heroes, um, and then you can remove them from the battlefield and then set them up again within an inch of the location that had been occupied by the other model before it was removed from the battlefield and more than three from all enemy units. So you just swap places. Yep. Super cool. It is. Um, I'm just looking for something really quick because I want to see. Yep. So there's a spell that seems just perfect for your sisters and your witch elves if you're playing with them, and mm-hmm. that's Withering. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast on a seven. Pick an enemy unit. Add one to wound rolls for attacks that target that unit till your next hero phase. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually good for all units that want to attack him. So once again, you're at threes. You get far enough up that chart. You're at twos to wound for a lot. Threes mm-hmm. if you're sisters. But that, you know, getting that, with, like I said, I've been. I keep thinking about stuff that's going to debuff you and put you at a minus to hit or a minus to wound because that's what I've been doing a lot with my, with my cruel boys. Mm-hmm. So this second piece, this extra one where you can do these, these bonuses, these are great if you need to counter, if you need to get that three to a one because he's going to push it back up to a two. Mm-hmm. Um, these I, I like these little spells. Yeah. It's it's always good. Um, and then Mind Razor, so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. You're going to be casting. you got to have at least someone to cast that, but then these other little things. The, the, you know, none of them are near as good as Mind Razor. But, no. But in the right place, they're great. Yes. Shroud of Despair is good, too, because now you're going to combine that with... Uh, crown of woe so well with the shroud of despair it goes on a four mm-hmm. pick an enemy unit with within 18 inches minus one from their bravery if the casting roll was eight or more minus d3 from their bravery 
Yeah. Until your next hero phrase. And then you're going to use what? The what now? Crown of Woe. Where, which one is that under? I'm just. Oh, there so it that's is. Like, that's Gifts of Marathi. They cannot receive Riley or Inspiring Presence. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So now they have to actually roll on their bravery. And if you've just subtracted two or one three or from D3 it. three from oh. it, yeah, they're toast. <laughs> this is. This is so much fun. It's just like I just got to hit you a whole lot. I'm going to hit you a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you a whole lot, and you're going to take a ton of damage, and you're not going to be able to use Inspiring Presence. There's like just so many ways this army can just – it can just straight up kill you, or I mean, it, can I just, just, it, can, it can bravery bomb you and make it so you can't rally or you make you can't Inspiring Presence. It's just – ugh. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to get my saves in many or, or most cases, but yeah. – Still, it's just so many hits. You're taking so many I'm hits. I'm hitting you in the hero yeah. phase, then I'm hitting you in this phase, then I'm hitting you in that phase. Yeah. And then I'm doing D3 here and D3 there, and this one's looking at you guys and taking out a third of your unit. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, that like the list I kind of just cobbled together, it's just, it like, takes advantage of, like, of all of these things so there's, there's there's just no reason not to it's like it just seems like it's you know you just like this little combo here doesn't work oh you've got this other one you know there's so many different ways to mess with people and that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah and not to mention like we didn't even get to like the battle traits like these are just ridiculously simple some of these which, which the, uh... the new, the, the new uh, battle tactics Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. I mean. Oh sure, yeah. That's that's super simple. Let's uh, let's go through the Iron Scale and the High Gladiatrix because those are the last yep. two heroes. These are okay. the just heroes, heroes. So if you're in the uh, the what those artifacts of power, the Crown of Woe, mm-hmm. um, the blood ba- the Bloodbane Venom is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still love that blood bane venom as a <laughs> as a as a, a thing because that's yeah. that's another one of those poison things. Mm-hmm. Pick a melee weapon. If any wounds caused uh, were allocated to an enemy model and it's not dead, roll a dice. If the roll's equal or greater than their wound characteristic, it's dead. Yeah. May not kill a hero, but a lot of those little three wound those annoying three wound models. Oh yeah, like the paladins and yep. stormcast and. I, didn't do enough to yeah. kill it. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. It's been poisoned again. Mm-hmm. I love the poison stuff. I love the... Uh, it's, the just get that little extra and just hit <laughs> that guy. It's constant. And they've got so many of them. Yeah. And it's like, wow, D3 is really not a lot. It doesn't seem that great. But now i got three or four guys doing that around the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's just a little bit extra. But we... How many times has it come down to that last dice roll? You know, yeah. I'd rather it not come down to that last dice roll. I'm going to do an extra wound here, an extra wound there, an extra wound over here. Right. Oh, so good. All right. So the Melissi Iron Scale, which um, she does make Blood Sisters and Blood Stalkers battle line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a big deal. It is, but you can use the the Zan- the Xanthar Kai to do that. Sure, but maybe you don't yeah. want to be Xanthar. Maybe you don't want to be Xanthar. Maybe you want to get those numbers boosted, so you want to yeah. be Hagnar, or maybe you, yeah. you know, maybe you want to uh, 
mm-hmm. improve the, well that's the red that's the different characters see a lot of these are just so funny all right kale Braun is for the whole darn army then but that's uh no that's a command ability yeah i don't know maybe it would be xanthanar unless you want to retreat in chars and be keltnar mm-hmm. but i just always you know i want those bonuses so let's see what does she do so she has a rule called Blood of the Oracle. Uh, each time she's affected by a spell or an endless spell, you will die on a five-up, ignore the effects of that spell or endless spell. Cool. Uh, that is good. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, okay, it's only a third of the time, but that's really, that's the one part of this that really fits into that lore. She gave them yeah. a little boost. They can't stop everything. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're they're magic resistant, but not everything because she wants to make sure she can get through. So it's only got a bit of a stop. But that's right. a, that's a that's a sweet ability, especially with the endless spell stuff going around. Oh yeah, that purple sun. I get purple sun on that one plus on that one. You roll that one, like oh no, <laughs> she got a chance. Yep. Um, and she's got gory offering. Uh, if any enemy models are slain by wounds caused by this unit's attacks in combat phase, add one to the attacks characteristics of friendly Melissa units wholly within a foot of this unit. That's pretty cool. That is great. That mm-hmm. is really good. And it's, uh, <laughs> b- you know, because they've already, I mean, they the Blood Sisters already have three attacks. Yeah, bumping them to four is kind of great. Um, yeah, then you could all out attack and we get five. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think no. so. Oh no, no, that's not plus one attack. Plus one to hit. Oh right. All out attack plus one to hit. Uh right. But that's just a that's a nice little uh, extra rule there. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick an enemy unit within an inch on a two up. They take a mortal wound because she's they're. They're turning some people to crystal. That yep. whole thing that they do is just mean. <laughs> yeah. But I like that they've got a little rule in there for it. Yeah, I can look at it. You can yeah. get that person and turn them. Yeah, okay, perfect. It's yeah. It's not game-changing, but it's right. that thing they do. Right. It feeds into the lore, of course. <laughs> and then they've got a command ability mm-hmm. in the charge phase. Um. A unit can attempt a charge even if they ran or shot in that same turn. Yeah. And that's, and we're, yeah. We were, we were looking for an ability that you can run and charge. There you go. There you go. She's got a command ability. So the plus one to run, plus one to charge. Yeah, I could see a case if you're running a snake's army for either one of these people. But I think the Bloodrack Medusa is more useful because she's a wizard. Yeah. But this, if you just if you're running a lot of snakes, you might want to have her in there as your general because she can have the cool a couple of cool things. Yeah, you might want to bring both if you're yeah. if you're really going heavy in the snakes. Well, and why wouldn't you? I mean, on she's only mm-hmm. a buck fifteen, right? And the Medusa's one thirty. If you're going straight up, lots of snakes. Their battle line. Yeah. You know, but it, it's it's hard to it's hard to pack it all in there though. You know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it depends on if you're if, if you're, you're take, bringing Marathi Kane. Exactly. You're taking the Shadow Queen. Points are at a premium. Yeah, she does take. Yeah, she takes up so much. It feels. I, I feel like there are things that you could. 
I, I feel like there's things you could do. There's a lot you could do without her. Yeah. It's not, but you know, you also think like, I always think like, what is the, what does that model do is that it really distracts your opponent. I mean, we were already talking about, you yeah. have to have a plan going in what you're going to do. And if you're making some people focus that much on this one model, I mean, meanwhile, you've got two reinforced units of Melosai blood sisters swarming up the battlefield that you're basically kind of, Maybe you're not ignoring them, but you're not. You're more worried about what Marathi's doing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, the, yeah. Real, and the, the real power of the army is there. And, you know, Shadow Queen's good, but, you know, he's kind of like. You ever heard that? Yeah, I'm sure you've heard that term, the distraction carnifex rule, you know, thing? Yes. Yeah, it's like kind of like that. You know what I mean? It's like, here, pay attention to this. And meanwhile, yeah. The I rest mean, of my army is taking objectives. And, Right, because it just it feels like you have to throw things at her to tie her up. Mm-hmm. You can only do three wounds, so you can throw garbage at her that's just going to hit enough times. She doesn't have any special. Does she have a special ward? No, no, no. So she, yeah. So I mean, you can, you can throw chaff at her and just do three wounds a turn. Yeah, if I mean, she's if, got a four yes. up save. If you can do six wounds, yeah, you should be able to get through three of them, right? I would think. I mean, she's going to kill whatever you try to fight her with in combat. See, there's there's an argument to be made for chaff still mm-hmm. in this game at times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk high gladiatrix. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool model. Love this model. The model's awesome. Oh my god. Um, she does have six wounds. Mm-hmm. She's got a bunch of attacks: four attacks, one rend, one damage; another two attacks. Uh, one rend, one damage, but that four attacks have a three-inch range. Yeah. So that whip, yeah. So it's like she can be behind stuff and still getting in there, mm-hmm. and and cracking you one. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got her own battle tactic. Does <laughs> does she? Yeah. Oh, that's right. She does. That's right. Yeah. She does. Um, she can. Okay, she can fight and pile in from six inches. Mm-hmm. First of all. Which is I great. The, I think all the blood sisters can do that, right? I I don't know. Um, hold on, let's. I, uh, no, not blood sisters. I'm sorry. The um, uh, what are they called? The sisters of slaughter, right? Oh, yes. can they? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They they pile in from six. They're eligible to fight. Oh, yeah, 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 Six yeah. inches of an enemy instead of three. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, she's got, and I'm going to save one of these for last because she totally fits the Lord, and this is awesome. But the Paragon of Slaughter. Melee weapons used by friendly witch elves and sisters of slaughter, wholly within 12 inches of this model, wound on threes instead of fours, and have rend one instead Mm -hmm. of rend dash. Yeah. Why, if if you're not playing snakes, you have at least one of these in your army. There's no reason not to. Oh, no. If you're if you're not going snakes and you're going witch elves and sisters of slaughter, you're bringing a couple of these guys. Of course, because that threes by fours goes back to threes by threes, and they no, suddenly have yeah. rend. Yeah, notice what it doesn't say is it doesn't say it's just plus one to wound. It's actually modifying the wound characteristic to three, which is means you can still use all out of attack or you could still use um oh no well no all of attack doesn't do anything it's just because the wound but any well i guess if you could if there's any abilities that give you plus one to wound 
it yes, works on the, the three yes. instead of you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about, right? And it's but yeah. that's the whole point is because that's the uh, that's battle round fours. Yeah, oh, there you go. Is plus exactly. one to wound. Yeah, there you go. So yep. they, they, this makes them a three by three again. So all yes. these things that can make adjustments, they yeah. can go to twos by twos. Yeah, as well as everything else can. Mm-hmm. Which is so dumb and yes. so wonderful. Yeah, it's good. That's the only other unit that I know that does that is the Maw Crusher with the shield, where it actually changes his save characteristics to three up. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the only other spot that I'm aware of. There's probably more, but I don't. I can't think of any that actually changes a characteristic. Yeah, no, that's instead good. of instead of adding plus one to it, you know. Yep. Uh, and here, this the killing stroke. This is mm-hmm. awesome. This is just so wonderful. This makes me so happy. This is like, wow, she does play to the Lord. She's moving in fast. She's mm-hmm. she's making everybody better. Because if you read her lore, it literally talks about how everyone around them are like just in. This is one of those leaders that everyone else is inspired to to just try to do more. Because if you're around them, you mm-hmm. can't help yourself. Where does it say it? Um, yeah, High Gladiatrix does not preach the word of Cain. They are the will-made manifest inca- incarnated in each dazzling display of slaughter. Mm-hmm. They have no formal position among war covens. They are one-woman armies. Um, yeah, it, it goes on about just how they are, like anyone who's around them is just pushed to new levels. And so here, mm-hmm. Killing Stroke, at the end of the combat phase... You can pick one enemy hero within an inch of this unit roll at D3. Add the number of wounds allocated to that enemy's hero to the roll. If the roll is equal to or greater than their wounds characteristic, it's slain. Yeah. That's freaking cool. (laughs) It's kind of cool. It's D3. If I get you within three, if you've got a five-wound hero, Mm -hmm. if I can do at least two, I got a chance that you're dead. Mm-hmm. I got a one-third chance you're going to die. Three wounds on you, I got a two-thirds chance you're going to die. Yeah, right, unless you're already dead. That's the only way that could go south. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I can, right. I guess, you can't, I mean, it, it, it's precluded on there being an enemy here left alive within an inch of her. <laughs> I got, you know what I mean? It's like, right. So it'd be hard to use, I guess my point is it's hard to pick that battle tactic like the battle tactic is, you could pick this battle tactic only if there's a friendly high gladiatrix on the battlefield. You complete this tactic if an enemy hero is slain by that unit's killing stroke ability to this turn. Like you'd have to be, you'd have to like, because you picked that at the beginning, get her into combat, fight somebody, not kill them, and then use this ability. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if they've already taken a couple of hits, she doesn't have to face him in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, true. True. You pick a hero yep. within an inch and roll a d3. Add the number of wounds allocated to that enemy hero to the roll. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't say now how many wounds have been allocated to that hero. If he's yeah. down to two wounds when yeah. you run up to him, yeah, you've only got to do you basically you get him down to one wound while she's yeah. next to him, and you finish him off, and you finish him off. Yeah. If he's got more, you can try. <laughs> right. But it's just so. She's like such a. Well, she's squishy. She's at a five by, five by. Well, by the time you get into that second or third battle round, where you're having her run up the field and kill off a hero, 
Yeah, she's plus one to hit. Plus she's hitting and wounding on twos, right? Mm -hmm. Now, granted, you're saying she's got to stay alive, and I get that. (laughs) But um, by the time we get to the that one, you're probably in the fifth battle round for the blood rights because you've boosted it, and she's got a five up ward as well as the five up save. Mm -hmm. She can, you know, a decent role she can live. I like this model. I like oh, this yeah. lore. I like the rules. I just want this to work. I know she might die. Has that ever stopped me from playing the <laughs> thing I want to p- Dave, if you do that, your entire unit could die. Yes, but if it works, my entire unit can be awesome. You yeah. realize you're talking your 12% chance, and I'll go for it. Because <laughs> it's not 12%. It's 50-50. I'm either going to get it. Or, or not. <laughs> so that is all the heroes and yeah. all of that stuff. Uh, we got, what do we got? We got three, six, we got eight units left. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, we've only, it, well, wow, we only took a break 30 minutes ago, so I guess we might as well just plug along. There's no yeah. reason not to. Yeah, and a lot of the units are fairly similar. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Sisters of Slaughter and Witch Elves, Mm -hmm. they're your two big battle line units. They have the worst save, though. They have the six-up save. Right. This is, this can, it's why you need big units of 20 and 30. Mm -hmm. You need them to live. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, well, yeah, I I, I see a lot of people be taking the shields with them. Oh, yeah, this is another unit. They actually have a save of five instead of six with their shields. Yeah. There you go. And, so I then mean, you can so then you can all out defense them and then go to four. Because the they're uh well got the Shunson Buckler. Yeah, so it's two attacks. Uh, and they won't they'll lose the knife. They'll take the lash and the shield, so they'll have two attacks for the sisters. Yeah, you know what? I would take the two attacks and the five up save over the three attacks and the six up save, I think. I think so. For the witch elves. I think. I could be wrong about that. But it just feels like, you know, d- doubling their chance to, to be there till that end of the... I mean, you, you mm-hmm. want to keep a few on them. Flipping Absolutely. Table. They Absolutely. also only have bravery seven, and the rest of this army so far has been bravery eight with... Uh, mm-hmm. Even Marathi Kane is bravery eight, but she's, you know... Yeah, uh, sevens, sevens for the Shadow Stalkers, six for the Warlocks, and then sevens for the Flyers. Everything else is eight, so not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, two attacks, threes by fours, no rend, one damage. Um, reroll failed battle shock test. If you've got a pennant bearer, uh, run in charge. Oh, they can run in charge if they have a horn blower. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the witch elves do that too. Yeah. Okay, so if they're in Hagnar, they're plus one to run, plus one to charge on turn one. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to rush them in, they are you are able to get a little extra movement to get them into position. Right. I can run. If I get an amazing run, maybe I'll charge. If not, I still was able to run. I have the option. Right. All you have to do is get the Sisters of Slaughter within six inches, and they can pile in. <laughs> right. Which is great if because then they, they you fight with them last. Yeah, they don't have to. They don't have. Yeah, they absolutely. Because you're not you're the, the whatever I'm picking, they're not moving into me. Hmm. Um, unmodified save. 
Of a six. Of a six for a melee weapon that targets them. Uh, oh, so they can. Oh, the bucklers bounce back mortal wounds on sixes. Right. On the save. And they both can take those. That, see, I kind of like that. Yeah. Plus, you got you only got a five or a six up save anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like if it works, it's hurting them back. That's really kind of great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the right, I mean, later in the game, like a unit of witch elves with the shields with all out defense is four up with a five up ward. That sounds pretty. T- that sounds good. Right, it's a lot different than a just a straight six up save. Just we just looking at the war scroll. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Especially when you got a big unit and you can rally some of them yeah, back. Yeah, on a on a four plus. I mean, if you're taking which, if I'm taking these witch elves and sisters, I've got at least one unit of thirty because I can do that without having any reinforcement points. Mm-hmm. And then I'm taking some other units. I oh. I'm not starting this army. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's The sisters are really good. I mean, they're 20 points more than the witch elves. Yeah, that's their only drawback. And, oh, and they're not the ones that you can... Uh, they're not the ones that you can do the extra uh, boosty to. It's just the witch elves. Yeah. But still. Um, I don't know. I like them. I like the sisters of slaughter. I always have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, like I said, if you're bringing in those big point heroes, you want to save where you can, I guess. Yeah. Um, the thing is, witch elves have the same number of. Now they only have a one inch range instead of a two inch range. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not that big of a deal anymore with the but that with this season of rules, where you get to fight in two ranks. Mm-hmm. Really helped witch elves. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, let me think, because they're on 25s. Do they fight in three ranks now instead of two? Because they're within... Yeah, right? Well, and with the two-inch range, mm. aren't they, they, it's behind the last one that reaches, right? Mm-hmm. So two-inch range on 25s. You can That third row is attacking on two-inch range. Right. What about a one-inch range? That first row is attacking. The second row would get to attack on 25s, wouldn't it? Is 25 less than an inch? Yeah, it is. So, but with the new rule, you get to fight if you're within a quarter inch of a unit that's fighting. Or right. a model that's fighting. So, yeah, you're so going to get extra attacks even on the one inch. But yeah, you're gonna get, it's really you're gonna nice. Get three, you're going to get three rows. And you, you've got musicians and standards in there. One in every five. So that's one of the things about it. Is you can, you're you're going to put them all in there. Oh, yeah. Because as long as you have one, you're re-rolling failed Battleshock test, and you're running and charging. So mm-hmm. you don't want to lose those. So... Right. If it says you can have one in every five, yeah. then 20% of your army's got got horns and yeah. 20% of them's holding banners. Yep. Um, their buckler, same thing. It, it, if it makes the save on the six, they get a five, but if it makes it on the six, it bounces a mortal wound back. Mm-hmm. Add one to rule wound rolls for attacks made by melee weapons while they are wholly within 12 inches of any Daughters of Cain totem. Right. So, so, so the totems are the avatars of Cain. Um, also, aren't they also the? Uh, I thought. Hold on, I thought there was. So the so the avatar of Cain's a totem. Yep. But as you can take him as a unit now. Mm-hmm. And the slaughter queen on the cauldron of blood is a totem. 
right? And, and the Hag Queen on the Cauldron Blood's a totem. Yeah, so it's the it's the it's the big it's the big yeah. cauldrons and chariot looking type things. Yep. Um, and the Blood Rack Shrine is a totem. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what was that thing that changed their? Oh, that's the Iron. Uh, the Iron. No, not the Iron Scale. What was it that changed? Change them to a uh, an actual their stat to actually. Th- oh, that was the. Uh, why can I not think of what I'm talking about? So, I mean, th- their extra save. No, not the extra save. It's oh, where they that's the high gladiatrix. That's it, right? The high. Okay, I couldn't think of her name. Mm-hmm. So you've got a high gladiatrix near them. It makes mm-hmm. their their to hit three and their to wound three. It actually changes the statistic. We said right. Uh, it only changes their to wound. Well, their hit is already three. Yeah. So they're hit. They're their... three by four. So now they go to threes by threes. And yeah. if you keep them near one of those giant they have rend, cards, they have, yeah, they have rend one. Rend one. As well, yeah. But then they add one to wound roll. So they're wounding on twos. Yeah. So your witch elves, if you've got a high gladiatrix near them, and they're running next to one of the, the you're keeping them next to the. Mm-hmm. The cauldron, because that's what we said we were going to pick out of those, right? We we're going to take the mm-hmm. cauldron. Yeah, they're hitting on threes and wounding on twos, just in as they exist, right? And once we get to that point on the chart, they're twos and twos, or twos and ones technically, but they can't be. They can't go more than one. So, but minus one to wound on witch elves becomes pointless at that point, unless you manage to take out that gladiatrix or the or the or the or the shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I just love these. Yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely a case to be made for hordes of witch elves with high gladiatrixes and a shrine just rolling up the battlefield. Why not? Yeah, leave the, leave the Shadow Queen at home and just take huge blobs of these units. You got a just, couple. You got a couple of Medusas with you just to yeah. just to throw some magic around, and then it's boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Then I would I would like in if you're still if you still want to take Melusai, you take the uh, the Blood Stalkers instead. Those are the shooters. Yeah. Okay. And they're just they're sort of behind picking up mm-hmm. picking off stuff. Yep. They have mortal wound shooting. And mortal all that wound stuff. shooting. So you get that hero down a little bit, and there's a, and then you just uh-huh. get a little, and you get him right there. Yeah. All right. So let's talk. Uh, what else we got? We got Shadow Stalkers and. Yeah, Shadow Stalkers and the Avatar yeah, Arcane. Yeah, the Shadow Stalkers are nine because nine, they're yeah. nine models because they're in that goofy Warcry Warband thing. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. Is that really why? Yeah. Oh, because they're oh, those are war. They're Warcry models. Uh huh. I didn't realize that. That's silly. <laughs> That's just I'm 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 trying. I'm going back to the beginning because it, it does say that they fit the lore, but it just says fits the lore. So I'm like, wait, is there something that I don't know if I meant just fits the lore? Yeah. Fire Warlock, Shadow Queen Serpents, Shadow Stalkers. Whenever she desire, whenever uh, Marathi desires a target discreetly slain or a potent artifact recovered, she calls in the Shadow Stalkers. They can transport themselves unfathomable distances in an instant by slipping through the umbral web. Yeah. They found a way into webway portals. 
Mm-hmm. I wonder if they find any elves with uh, laser guns. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all shadow stalkers are condemned to the <laughs> same fate. Every journey they make through the umbral web demands a terrible cost. The all-consuming darkness of this labyrinth saps their physical essence and erodes their souls. Its malevolent aura will ultimately transform them into a living shadow, and they will be trapped forever. Forever in its gloomy face. Morathi conceals the truth from them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so oftentimes she'll pick people that she really doesn't like. <laughs> You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an extension of the Shadow Paths, a network of wind that winds and wends its way between the realms. Distant locations across the mortal realms have been anchored to Ulgu by a sero- series of shadowy realm gates first discovered by Marathi and her son Malarian during the Age of Myth. Only they have discovered how to walk its gloom-shrouded paths, and even they cannot do so indefinitely. That's why they dispatch shadow stalkers to make sure of each new potential, branding them with arcane runes that offer at best temporary protection. <laughs> so there you go. That's they have their own there. battle tactic as well. Um, now, they now they have a four-up save. Okay. They have a six-inch ranged attack, one rend, one damage. Uh, and then they've got they've got assassins blades and umbral blades. Yeah, yeah. But the umbral, only model with the umbral blades is the shroud queen. Right. So you, you're that's your champion. It's it's basically an yeah. extra, but it's much better. Yeah, she's a she's basically a mellow mm-hmm. who is one of these guys. Uh, in your movement phase, instead of picking this unit to make a normal move, you can shadow leap. Basically, put it anywhere you want, more than nine inches from enemy units. Mm-hmm. So that's that whole thing. That is a decent reason to take a unit of these. Yeah. So popping this thing around the board is yeah. great. And they have a battle tactic. If you use it, um, you complete this tactic if a friendly canine shadow stalker's unit uses its shadow leap ability and makes a charge move this turn. So you have to get him in there. You have to use it and then successfully roll a nine. Yeah, uh, I, that's a little risky. Oh, yeah. But it's it's a, they have their own battle tactic. Yeah. Now, the avatar of Kane, you can take him not on the... Yeah, you can just walk around now. Uh, he's got the torrent of burning blood, and he's got the avatar sword. The Avatar Sword, 2-inch range, 4 attacks, Ren 2 damage, 3. Pretty good. And at some point, he's going to be at 2s by 2s for all this, for all that uh, stuff. Yeah, because he's a Daughters of Cain unit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus 1 to chanting rolls for friendly Daughters of Cain, holy within 9 inches of him. That's handy. Yeah, isn't that the same thing that the actual... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the rule for the... Mm-hmm. And then he can only... Uh, stomp or smash to rubble with his monstrous rampage. Oh, okay, right. He's got a five-up ward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that the one really the thing that you really liked on the Cauldron of Blood that uh, friendly units within nine inches. Now, granted, plus one yeah. enchanting rolls within nine inches of that is a much bigger footprint than just him. Yeah. But if you wanna, you know, he's got a better save, and he's yeah. got he's got nine wounds. Yeah, he's got a better save than the actual cauldron uh, yeah, of got, blood. Yeah, he's I got, guess. What's the base size on this guy? I don't know. Does anyone even know? 
I do not. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. like, can you use like the new? But he is pretty cool. He seems pretty stiff. Like, I still, um, yeah. it's it's a cool model. It, I don't. That's the one. Can he use the new one? Can he use the new one? The 40k one? The new Avatar? Oh, that would be awesome. But I have no That'd idea how cool. big they are. Right. I mean, that guy's massive. He's huge. Oh yeah. I saw. I saw. I was wondering what kind of, what base size this dude was on. All right, let's talk about the last of the units. Um, we already kind of covered the Doomfire Warlocks. Yep, we did. Um, we got the Stalkers. We got basically the Melusai and the Kinnerai. Yep, so let's talk about the Snakes. Now, the Blood Stalkers and the Blood Sisters, they are, like you said, their battle line if there's Anther Car or if you brought that Melusai General. Mm-hmm. They have two wounds apiece. They move yep. eight inches. Yeah. And if you want the ones with the bows... Uh, first off, they got two attacks, 24-inch range on the bows. That's not bad. That's real good. One rend, one damage, and unmodified hit is a six. It does that more. It just does the mortal wound and ends. Yeah, they're basically judicators. Yep. Um, now, they are two attacks, threes by fours. No rend. So they have a, a worse to wound, but, of course, they do. They're, they're archers. Yeah. Yeah, they get the extra attacks with the bows, but their up-close combat skills, not as good. Mm-hmm. The Blood Sisters are the ones I really like because they got oh, that yeah. whole turn to crystal thing where they stab you and then they pull your... Uh, uh, the, the skilled ones will stab you, pull your heart out. Yeah. Because apparently when you turn you into crystal, you remain sentient and yeah, whatever you, you were feeling... Yeah, you don't die right away. So you don't this- die. They stab you, pull your heart out, and then turn you to crystal. So you remain in that agonizing moment forever. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I was talking about. This is such a weird thing because you turn to crystal, but you stay cognizant, sentient of what's happening around you. Yeah. And then you're still horrifically aware of your metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Um. An eternity of sensory deprivation is the worst of all fates, hence their delight of inflicting it upon others. Yeah. So the ultimate cruelty is to cut out your foe's beating heart while transmuting them into still-living crystal, to be trapped forever in a state of unbearable pain. Mm-hmm. So you, if you were, if you were in pain, so what happened if you were itchy when you went, or if someone was <laughs> tickling you and this happened? You're like, some. yeah. So, but they cut the heart out in one move. Um, I just love this whole thing. And yeah, three attacks, one rend, one damage. After it's fought for the first time, and you can pick a unit within an inch, roll a die. For each model in this unit, which is usually five, for each two up, the unit suffers a mortal wound. A good reason to have ten models in this unit is just that. Yes, so you take two reinforced units of these dudes, and you probably when they get in, they're probably going to have four attacks, hitting on twos, wounded on twos. They're probably going to be ren two, damage two, because you've got mind razor on them, and then they're going to do that. <laughs> like what lives through that? I don't. Not much. That's brutal and wonderful. Yeah. All right. So then you got the flying guys. Mm-hmm. Now, the heart renders, um, they're the ones that are throwing the javelins, right? Yeah, they have the javelins. They're the ones who come in really fast, 
whip the javelins and then pull back, but the javelin's moving so fast it like pins you to the earth, right? Um, aren't they, isn't that the one they do? Because they each they each have a slightly different. Yeah, so these they, they both have the same rule. One has fire and flight. The other one has fight and flight. So the heart renders have the javelins. The life takers have the weird sickle thingies. Right. So the, so the heart javelins are the ones that are supposed to come flying in out of the skies and then use yeah. that speed to let the javelin go at you and then fly away, which is Yeah, they they shoot and then they move six inches. That's so really that, cool. Yeah, so they fly up fourteen, whip their javelins at you, and then they fly away. And then the other guys, um, after they fight, you can roll a dice on a four up. They can retreat six inches. Yeah. So they don't get to move as quickly because they're up there. But these other guys, because yeah. they're flying. Yeah. Because uh, of the way they're flying in, they can do that. Also, um, you can set it up off on the side of the table. You could bring it in at nine inches away at yes. the end of the movement phase. Throw right. your javelins. And then move six away, so now you're 15 away. Or you can move up six inches. And be right and outside of three and then and charge charge, in. yes. Yeah, they're, the heart renders, I think, are better because they give you a little bit more flexibility because they can kind of pick off the lone characters just kind of hanging out. Right, and they may not be as... They're not as good with the melee weapons, but they have that shooting attack. Yeah, and they're also super good at, like... Um, taking like objectives because they can I think they can drop down within nine and then they can just throw their javelins and then they can move <laughs> yeah that's really good right that is, I mean, that's like, cool I mean it's uh, really cool yeah alright that's everything except the endless spells and then the grand strategies and the battle tactics and the battalions and I know I don't have my GHB here with me but okay. if you wanted to cover some, we can cover the stuff in the book. But let's. Uh, uh, the only endless spell, I mean, the endless spells are cool. The Blood of Rack Viper is nasty. Yeah, that thing <laughs> is cool. God. Uh, you know what? Why don't we do that? Why don't we talk about this and then we'll take a break, come back and wrap up with all the strategies for uh, the match to play and yeah. then wrap up. So we'll talk okay. about these real quick. We've already been going like an hour. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that Viper, why don't you go over the Viper? So Predatory and the spell, um, range of, cast of sun, range of nine. So you set it up within nine, and it can fly nine inches. But after it's moved, you pick a unit within an inch of it, roll three dice. For each roll that is equal to or greater than that unit's wound characteristic, the mouse is dead. <laughs> so it, like, eats it. Okay. Thanks, strikes. Nasty. And then it's a monster... So it actually gets the monster's rampage, so it can stomp and smash as well. Oh. I, think it's, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, so what you do is you roll it up to, I don't know, a unit of paladins. You know, a unit of decimators with three wounds each. I pick a unit within an inch of it. I roll three dice. I roll three threes. That's three dead decimators. Yeah. <laughs> And then I get to stomp the other two. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's good. And if if you took the crystal heart, one of the artifacts for your mm -hmm. wizard, yeah. that thing, you drop it 18 inches away, and then it yeah. moves nine inches. Yeah. I mean, that's what's that range? It's Do a nine-inch range, me. and it doubles it. 
Yeah. So, so it's what's 18, 18 inches plus, plus the nine move is 27 inches. 27 inches to do that? Like, where's your favorite unit? Oh, there it is. Uh-huh. Here. <laughs> I just did a bunch of crap to your favorite unit with this stupid blood rag viper. You know what I mean? And it's humongous. Like, the model itself is big. Yeah. So you can use it to, like, block people. Oh, I don't want you fighting my Shadow Queen right now. Blink, here's a blood rag viper standing in front of her. I mean, he's not cheap. He's 80 points, but he's yeah, worth he every point. point. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, it's good. Because um, that monster stomp thing is really great. Plus, it's yeah. a way to deal with the fact you don't have a lot of monsters in this army. No, you don't. You make it a cool, endless spell. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the other ones? Blade Wind it's a, it's is a blade on a, That's a six range of nine. Yep. Uh, it can move 12 and fly. This thing can mm-hmm. move. Yeah. Roll a die for each unit that had any models uh, it passed across. And for each other unit within an inch of where it ends on a two-up, it takes one mortal wound. No cover save for save rolls for attacks that target units within 12 inches of this endless spell. Mm-hmm. That's Okay, the no cover save is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, a one mortal wound for every unit it passed over? Like, I don't, that seems like, I don't know. I it's not great, it. but you can use it to just, you just like, you know, like you were saying, you just peck at people with it. Like, peck, yeah. peck, you know what I mean? But with, with your spells at a premium, with so few yeah. casters, that doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the thing I'm going to take. Like, especially right. when I can take the Viper. So you can take the Blood Rag Viper, my God. And then um, there's the Heart of Fury, and this goes off on a three. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, in, Invocation War Scroll. It's This yes. invocation is summoned with a prayer. A priest does this guy. Oh, okay, so only a priest. So when they do their prayers, they can call this thing up. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have you could do the Heart of Fury and the Blood Rag Viper in the same turn. Yes, you could. Because that way, and the spells. Are and not why wouldn't you have this Heart of Fury? It's what forty-five points. Okay, so let's see what this thing does. Yeah. Start of the combat phase. Commanding player rolls a dice on a one to five until the end of the phase. Minus one from damage inflicted. By attacks, targeting Daughters of Cain unit in the commanding player's army, wholly within 12 inches of invocation. So at the start of the combat phase, on a 1 to 5, you're minus 1 damage. Yeah, okay. So if things are, well, that's good for anything with big damage, but with yeah, anything well, with, a, with a 1, it doesn't matter. It, it keeps your, in the new General's Handbook, It's now it's keeping your battle line units alive. <laughs> Because you're Galician veterans now when you're battle line. Right. And and if you're a bounty hunter, you do double damage to those units. You so now you do you do plus one damage, so all oh, your one okay. damage comes two. With this thing is hanging out, all your two damage from your bounty hunter's units is back down to one. Oh Hooray. okay. Hooray. Well, that, that is good then. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not, like in the context of the GHB, this new thing, it's awesome. You just have the effectiveness of the, all those guys' bounty hunter units. It's amazing. That is cool. Yeah, so now your Blood Sisters, who would have been taking two damage, are now only taking one damage, like with the, how they used to. Nice. Oh, yeah, it's Now, good. on a six, minus one from the damage inflicted, and add one to the attacks characteristics of the melee mm-hmm. weapons by the Daughters of Cain units that are also wholly within 12 of that. That's That's... Yeah, it's good. On that a six. is good. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's just a, a bonus. Tree, you can drop it, and it's an invocation. You can't stop it. Right. So wow, there's an army where two of the three, yeah, are actually decent enough to want to mm-hmm. take them. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. I'd spend the eighty, I'd spend the buck and a quarter on those two. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, especially in the context of the new Galician veterans thing. The, this is thing is amazing. It's kind of like the cruel gas cruciator in Night Hunt. Like right. every single Night Hunt list I've seen since this GHB came out has got one or two cruel gas cruciators in it. Just for that. Nice. Okay, well, you know what? Let's take a break. We're going to come back. We'll do the grand strategies and the battle tactics and all that stuff and wrap it all up. Sweet. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. We are back. Hello, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yes, we are. All right. Uh, back. Grand strategies here in the book. Where did I put my? It's here. I'm just looking there. Nope, that's not it. I hate that they put Path to Glory in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll actually do that. I'm never going to be happy about that. But I yeah, want to do it. Play it. I want to play it. I just don't want it in the middle of the rules. Yeah. Okay. Grand strategies. There are four. Yeah. Um. And they seem really doable. Mm. If all enemy heroes and monsters have either at least one wound allocated to them or have been slain, and if all other enemy units on the battlefield have had at least one model slain, or have yeah yeah and yeah. So everyone has to be hurt. Yes, all the heroes and monsters uh, have, to, have to be wounded. Now, I'm trying to think of what could really slow this down, and the only one I could think of is something like like the Black Coach. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't think it's a monster. I don't think it's a monster. Is it a hero? Is the Black Coach a hero? I don't think so. It might be one of those two. But if it's not, then you have to kill that. Because mm-hmm. it can't just. there's not one model to it. It is mm. a single 
model unit. So it's got to be. So you have to hurt or kill everything. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Based on what we just talked about for the last two hours, <laughs> I think you can hurt or kill everything on the table. I don't see anything yeah. walking away clean. Yeah. I mean, if I guess if your opponent knows you've got this, they could play around it. You know? I suppose. I mean, if I'm lucky, I could get some stuff. Maybe I put some models back because I got the ghosts and I put some more ghosts back and fill it back mm -hmm. up to full. Or you just hide something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Conquered in the name of Cain. This one seems pretty easy as long as you don't die. Yeah, when the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy if there's a friendly avatar of Cain or a cauldron of blood wholly within enemy territory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just don't die and make sure that avatar model, whether it's on the mm -hmm. back of the cart or or walking on its own, is, is in the enemy territory. Okay. Yeah, I mean, really, the next one is... Duh. Bloodthirsty yeah. zealots. The, uh, when are you not taking this? <laughs> I don't know. You complete this if all friendly units either fought at least once or have been destroyed. Uh-huh. Like, uh, <laughs> yes. Like, what yeah. What model in this army are you not going to have fight? I, I don't know. Unless you're that dude who is taking five Doomfire Warlocks only for plus one unbind. <laughs> and then you just toss them in at the end, you know? Like, yeah. Oh shoot! I got to get these guys in combat. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, you were, were saying take them to put them on the side. There you go. Make sure, but I mean, you just basically make sure everything fights. Yeah. Not but destruction. Uh, if you pick this grand strategy after deployment, pick one defensible terrain feature wholly within enemy territory. If there are no defensible terrain features wholly within enemy territory, your opponent picks one defensible terrain feature anywhere on the battlefield. When the battle ends. You complete this grand strategy if that terrain feature has been demolished. So that's why you want the snake. Yeah, you can, or the yeah the blood the viper can do it. Yeah, the yeah the and the spell. Yeah, or Marathi Shadow Queen can do it. Shadow Queen can do it too. So there you go. Those aren't too bad. <laughs> yeah. Battle tactics. Mm -hmm. Your murderous ploys. Um. Okay, so if three or more friendly units made a charge move that turn, you complete this tactic. Yep. So that, that that's a, that's in the actual regular book, isn't it? Is it? No, not anymore. Oh, I mean, in the new one, maybe it's out as a battle. Is that in the new GHB? Is it gone? Yeah, they don't have that because that was a battle tactic, definitely. Was uh, it? I thought, yeah, because we used to always have three guys, three units charge. So unless three it was three units, units no, it's three. It's run. Three oh, okay. Run. So yeah. three or more friendly units make a charge. If two or more of them are witch elves or sisters of slaughter, it's an additional point. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an easy victory point. Super easy. Uh, Cruel delights. Two or more friendly Kinnerai units moved using their fire and flight ability or fight and flight ability, mm -hmm. which. Especially with the fire and fight, all you got to yeah. do is shoot. You just shoot and then they go. Yeah, there's duh. no rolling for it. It just happens. That's an easy one. Uh, Tide of blades. Two or more units from your starting army wholly within your opponent's territory. If two or more of them are witch elves, it's an additional point again. Durr. Once again, it just seems so easy to get some of these. Yeah, I mean your Kinnerai can do cruel delight and tide of blades. Mm hmm. Easily. Yeah, but they don't, even have, to, but they the, don't for, even have to do anything. But for Tide of Blades, <laughs> if you have Witch Elves, that's worth another point, and every point is worth it. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, high gladiatrix on the field. Oh, that's the one we talked about. If you get to kill <laughs> yeah. it by the killing stroke, that yeah. one I don't know that I'm. Uh, call, I, I don't know that I'm taking that one. Unless you're be- desperate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's got to be nothing else I can take, and hopefully she's got a chance. Yeah. Uh, hatred of chaos. This is the one. Yeah, you complete this tactic. If two or more chaos units have been destroyed this turn. If you're a Hagnar or a Keltnar army only. Only. Yeah. That's yeah. That's so, that's so specific. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, Unexpected attack. Is oh, the canine shadow stalkers using shadow leap and making a charge move. They got. Yep. Yeah, they got to make the charge too. So they got a shadow leap. So they got to make a nine-inch charge. <laughs> yeah. That's. I mean, it's it's doable. I, it's, I wouldn't oh, want to. Sure. I wouldn't, wouldn't want to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to bet the farm on it. But. Yep. Yeah, no. But those first three are so easy. These last ones oh is like, God. yeah, so I mean, easy. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I could see why if you're a tournament player, there's a lot in here. You're like, okay, these are easy. Like, this is easy points that I'm going to get in this tournament, in these games. And that's how you win. You know, that's how you win tournaments is get easy points. That's the thing. That's the whole thing that's the the game there where can i grab the easiest points because you know it's it's my my i know i've told on the air before it's my favorite ever hockey story it was before i actually liked hockey and my friend was over and had hockey on at my house he was watching a wolves game and during the they came back to him at the end of the game and they were talking to the guys and they're like okay so you were down by a goal after the second period, what was your thinking? And they're like, well, we knew we came back, and we knew if we scored more goals than they scored, <laughs> we could at least tie it up and possibly win this game. And I'm thinking, yeah. did you really just say? Brilliant. Yeah, if we exactly, score, we, yeah. we come into this knowing if we score more goals than them, we're going to win the game. This mm-hmm. is, but that's this. Like, you know, yeah. if yeah. I could get more Thank of this you. than them, I can get it. Like, oh, yeah. dear If I can score more points than you, I will win. Yeah, Duh. grab every point. That's why the witch elves, once again, and I, I'm a big proponent of the hordes of witch elves. I know yeah. everybody likes snakes. I like yep. my horde armies, and mm-hmm. this is one. And instead of hordes of rotting flesh and hordes <laughs> of ghost flesh, there's hordes of elf flesh, which is actually elves are kind of cool to play. They're just none of them are my play style. This one yeah. could be. I'm not starting this army, by the way. All right? Can you paint 90 witch elves? I could paint anything. I don't, but I could. Right, that's that's the thing that would turn me off a little bit. Is I yeah. don't want to paint ninety witches. And they're oh, tiny as heck. I'm already yeah. going blind. And these glasses, right. I gotta go have them checked again. Yeah, I'm starting I mean, to look over them because I wear out the prescription too quick. Yeah. So yeah, like literally one of the things that holds me back on this army is painting up that dang cauldron of blood. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I might just use my old metal one. Yeah, I forget. Be... Just put on the right size base. Put on a would rock. That, would that be naughty if I did that? I have the old metal one. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on whether or not you're naughty, Chris. We're just going <laughs> to skip that, okay? Okay. All right. So, um, okay. Oh, hold on. There's two. There's two. There's two core battalions. Oh, the core battalions. Yeah, you want to go over that? That's fine. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. So, so there's the Viperic Guard and the Shadow Patrol. Uh, Viperic Guard is Marathi. Mm-hmm. Some snakes. We need at least one unit of each kind of snake. So you only need two of the, of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You need two. Yeah. You need two snake units and one snake leader and Marathi, and you've got yourself a Viperic guard army. 
And that gives you um, the Magnificent Battalion ability. And the other one is Shadow Patrol. And you need two units of Doomfire Warlocks and four units of Kinneri. Some people say Canary. Uh, could be. I don't know. Canary. I've, heard, I've, canary. I've heard people say it either way. Canary, kind of like the Canary, like a bird. A Canary. Canary, canary Warriors, warriors. I guess. Yeah. I suppose you could call it. Now, if you were going like Super Snake Army, I don't see why you wouldn't take this one. If I pure guard, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, why not get yourself uh, an extra... Uh, an extra enhancement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shadow Patrol, like I said, I don't see me two units of Doomfire Warlocks. <laughs> Maybe and not. four of those. Now, if it's got the slash in the middle, does that mean you've got to pick one or the other, or did you get both? You get both. So once per battle, one, one of these drop, guys can yeah. get on the double or forward to victory... Yeah, it's a wonder. And it's a wonder. Uh, you know, eh. I don't, I'm eh. not, nah. Nah. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, I would nah. assume, I, I would assume most people are going to take, like, command entourage or, and then a bodyguard, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, bounty hunters and then the expert conquerors, maybe a warlord battalion. I would assume that's what most people would take with this, just to get the extra enhancement and then the, yeah. the new, the new stuff. Because two units of that and four units of the others, mm-hmm. it's uh, 290 and four of those would be 360. So you're looking at like over 500 points. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah, taking Kinner- 500 points of Canaries I, and Doomfire Warlocks? I don't think anybody's doing I'm not that. spending 290 on Doomfire Warlocks in this book <laughs> unless somebody – I mean, and you know what's funny is that we're probably I'm probably saying all this, like I'm talking all definitive, and I, I wonder if like – you know, if like uh, I know Rob Simon was talking about, or if, if, if one of those guys who actually know how to play this game was has been like singing their praises for some reason. This is a great battalion. I don't know. It just seems mm-hmm. like I, I all this cool stuff. Why am I going to be taking Doomfire Warlocks? You know, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, no. So uh, I think that's it. I think that's the book. Yeah, I love this book. I'm not starting this army, mm. but I love this book. I really do. Oh yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. It's uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a general's army in my opinion. There's a lot of a lot of list building that goes into this. Mm-hmm. You know, you by you're using a lot of the combinations and units and abilities, and you got to like piece them all together and make it all work together. And it's not even a glass cannon. It's a sugared candied cannon. Like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's. They've got a five up, six up. Yeah, like if you mess up with this army, yeah, you're just you're gonna get rolled. <laughs> that's that's the thing, and that's what you're talking about. This is a general's army yeah. because this is the exact opposite of most of the horde armies I play. Mm-hmm. Which you know, because I've right. got the I've got this and that and the things, and they're kind of durable and they kind of go. Yeah, these guys, if you screw it up, they're gonna die oh, in yeah. droves. But they also have that elite. I mean, they're basic forces. If you mm-hmm. set up your army halfway decent, mm-hmm. are threes by threes. Even the witch elves stuff, because you got to buy a gladiatrix or you got to buy the cart. Yeah. And yeah. they're going threes by threes, twos by twos for your battle line units. Your entire army by the end of the game is twos by twos. Right. That's uh, in a horde army? Because that's what you. I mean, yes, you could play the elite snakes, but I'm t- I, I, I'm, I got my head 
in the in the witch elves in the slaughter uh sure sisters of slaughter you're talking an army with you're playing a numbers that I like to play, which is usually between 100 and 130 models on the table, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're looking at this and you're like, wow. And they're not hitting. It's not like it's not like my chain rest, which, yes, I've got 60 attacks, but they're fours by fours, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, no, these are the same number of attacks, but it's twos by twos. In yeah. the first couple rounds, it's only threes by threes. Mm-hmm. That's stupid awesome. Yeah. It's great. You did, But you, like you said, you got to know how to play it. I would shove this stuff forward the first couple of games to get my head handed to me. Mm. But it's like once you learn those combos, like you were t- laying them all out, once you get those down in your head, it it's yeah. time to play. Mm-hmm. I think you could do. I think you could do really well with this in, like, the competitive tournament scene if that's your that's if that's your thing oh yeah i think i think this is the army was to, to do it with i mean they've got all the tools to do it yep and uh, it's an elf army so uh, you know it's this or you got to play against techless so <laughs> techless is wizard but i'm we're either we're hit you a billion times or we'll magic you a billion times either way that's that's just yeah. the elvish way it's amazing yeah yeah. All right, so let's wrap this up. I want to, yep. before we go, uh, thank our sponsors, um, Chaos Orc Superstore, Six Grid Studios, and Grognards. And hey. I also want to thank the Patreon patrons again, uh, those people who really, guys, we appreciate it, like I said, especially in this uh, in the time we're in right now. Everybody who's sticking and doing this, you have no idea how much it means to us. And it really is keeping the show going at this point. Um, special thanks again to associate producers Jake C. and James Brown, executive producer Scott Milne. Um, Chris, back with the GHB, and we're going to have a big, big uh, toolbox next episode before the GHB. So, yep. All right, so folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful know no despair except in failure. Oh, Sigmar! Oh, Sigmar!